Test, test, one, two, one, two. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, Eid Mubarak. Merry Christmas. Merry Mubarak. Yeah, one week before Ramadan. Mm, I don't know if I'm ready. It's going to be weeks. a little weird. 14 days. 14 days. Bro, I went to the masjid today and someone stole my slides. Fully? Like, they, they, they took my slides. So I was walking around looking for, like, slides to take for mine. Oh, that's the tradesies? Yeah. So if you go downstairs and see my slides, like, the navy blue ones I used to always wear, mm. they're, I think, like, they're, they're Hurley's. I don't know, small friend thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I If you go downstairs and, and look at mine right now, they're Adidas because I took it's them. so sad, bro. I'm so I took sorry, Adidas, baby. which I'm is so more sorry, expensive because those things are comfortable as hell, bro. The Hurley's? The, the, the oh, Adidas, Adidas that I stole. So maybe it was a bad thing, but it was a good trade. But what was funny was a lot of people, I overheard them. They're like, hey, bro, I can't find my slides. Where are my slides? And so it was like me and like two other guys walking around like, you can't find your slides? I can't Some, find my sometimes, I don't know if this ever happened at your mosque, there is like a general stealing of slides because yeah. like a homeless guy or something will come by. Oh, I don't know. Or someone who wants to steal steal stuff because they'll know we're in prayer right now. And then go take all the all of the chapel and everything. And Maybe. Go. Well, I went to the bathroom because, you know, like there's some slides in the bathroom sometimes. I was like, did someone just take it and throw it in the bathroom thinking these are like so old? You just use it, they weren't even in the bathroom. Well, see, so the thing like, about it like this. You stole someone's slides because someone stole your slides. What if they stole yours because someone stole theirs? And what if they stole theirs because someone stole theirs? What, what did Omar say? The the he, he said it perfectly because this has happened to him a million times before. Uh, 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 the law of equivalent exchange. Yes. There you go. Done. Yes. All right. Hey everybody, what's going on? Hello, Welcome guys. back to the Two Bros and a Beard podcast. My name is Asad. My name is Ibrahim. You know, today or the other day, I went to chemistry, um, like, uh, not lat, tutoring, I guess, like, like help. Yeah. And I was talking with my other Indian professors about how their names are spelled and how people say them. And there were other non-Indian kids in class, right, who were like trying their best. And it was so sweet. It was like the most like nice like example of racial unity i've ever seen yeah because the white kids were like i can't pronounce it but i'm trying and our teachers were like you can't pronounce it but i like that you're trying and i got a lot of other crap before so you trying in general is just very sweet to me mm -hmm. and i was like i hate it when white people mispronounce it. <laughs> yeah, <I hate> it. <laughs> and they were all like trying to be nice and i was like oh, i guess i'm in a room full of sweet people so yeah. this is like this is me being too negative. I'm too negative for the space right now. And then I was like, oh, yeah, but people are, you know, they're trying their best. It's great. And they're like, yeah, it was, it was I've, good. I've gone to the point where, I, like, if I'm paying at, like, a restaurant or something, they're asking for my name. I'll give them my credit card so they can, like, write down the name on my credit card. That's kind of smart. And I'm like, here, read this. And, and then they'll get your credit card numbers. And then, and then everything. I mean, they're really going <laughs> to take my information so I'm sliding in. My chip's going in. No, that's actually happened. Cashiers will, like, take a picture of people's credit cards before they swipe it. Because the yeah. computer's going to read it. But then they'll read it, too. Sure. So that's why my dad is always like, are you looking? Uh, what's it called? What's funny was, as we were doing our introductions and you said, Asad and I said, Ibrahim, you started talking. And I was like... I wonder how when I say Ibrahim, it comes off. Because I've sometimes said like Ibrahim, but it sounds like Abraham or like I, I might have like a, I'm slurring or something. Mm -hmm. And it comes off with an A instead. And I vividly remember like teaching Abraham? myself. Like, you know, it's Abraham or whatever. Right. Yeah. So I vividly remember like teaching myself to say E and like smiling when I say E. e. So people can like hear that there's like an E in it. Yeah. And yeah. right now when I was saying it, I was like, that. How do I say it whenever I introduce myself? What am I doing again? But yeah. It's really weird because like when I talk to my family, it, there's no impulse. But when I like 
say for the podcast, I have to t- remind myself, say it the right way. Because my yeah. natural instinct is, if anybody not your family is down there, just say it the way they would want to hear it. Don't say it the way you want need it, because it doesn't really matter. Do you say Assad or uh, Assad? For, or, uh, I think I just Assad. said Assad. I think you I think you say the air, like the the brown version. I mean mm-hmm. I was about to say Arabic version, but whatever. The Arabic version and There's so many bro. There's a Syrian, a Persian, I mean they're all Arabic, Arabic. Urdu, Pakistani. The first two are Arabic. They're whatever. Set a you say you say the, 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 the cultural version and I just say my name like Ibrahim. Well, yeah, hi. Okay, so the thing that, is because I'm also I'm gonna say I'm not gonna say like Ibrahim, because I know they're not gonna pick it up like that well. The thing about Ibrahim, especially because of the way your parents say it, is if we say it, even though we're saying it correctly, it sounds like we're like yelling at you yeah i it get scared like, it sounds like we're like your parents and that's why we can't be like ibrahim because even the the tone of it yeah. sounds like someone's call, calling your name yeah right so like my mom whenever she yells at me or like tries to wake me up she doesn't even say the i in the beginning of my name she's ibrahim and i'm oh, like <laughs> what did i do oh, what did i do no, to the point where like when my sister was getting married and all my aunts and uncles came over and like they, they were sleeping at our house and my mom would wake me up she would yell ibrahim and everything but in a very like specific tone, trying to wake me up, that all my aunts and uncles and everything, they'll know your mother's trying to wake you up or your mother's calling you just based off of like the tone. So I went to California a little while ago or a couple weeks ago and they're like, is your mom here? I'm like, what? Why? She goes, because we're going to close the door so she doesn't wake you up. I'm like, what are you What are you talking about, bro? We're going to help you. We're going to get you. Yeah, like they'll, they know. And my uncle, as a joke. The next day, woke me up in that same tone that my mom was calling my name. Dang. And I was like, listen, bro, I know you're like 40 years older than me, but I will fight you right now, dude. Don't come at me with my mom's tone. I got scared. Remember remember that other day when we were recording and my dad was like, Ibrahim, how do you pronounce your name? Yeah. Because we all have different ways of saying the same thing because that name is very common, right? And then my dad was like, how do you pronounce his name, Asad? And I was like, well, we kind of just say like a mix between... The normal version and the Arab version because yeah. we're not trying to make Ibrahim what was think the he's in trouble. Between you, Ab- Abu like was asking with the raw because in Urdu it's a little softer, so it's yeah. said a little differently. And I was like, "Well, that in Arabic is different." And he was like, "I know Arabic," and I was like, "Sure," but it's a little different. And he was like, Bruh. "And I was like, Bruh. who who ended up being right? There was no right. He was who ended right. up being more closer. He was right, and I was also right. Oh, yeah, I was no, right I because I know what yeah. you said. Yeah. But he was right in the sense that there are other Ibrahims that say their names yeah. like that, and it's still a valid way of saying I met a guy... Like, have you ever met double E Ibrahim? I was literally about to say, I've met a guy who spells his name double E, yeah. B-R-A-H-E-E-M. Ibrahim. Yeah, Ibrahim. Ibrahim. It's weird, yeah. It kind of gives me... It makes me weird. But anyway, hello, welcome back. That was yeah, a welcome back. five-minute well, t- tangent for no reason. Actually, well... One of the proto names for this podcast was going to be Tangent City, so it's fitting. It's it's works. One of the one of the things I was going to talk about, I guess, we'll just jump right into the deep end. Um, when me and Ibrahim were meeting for, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was a, it was a, it was. We're a, not supposed to talk about that. We're not supposed to talk about that. It's a vine and stuck in my head. I'm, we're not I'm supposed sorry. To talk okay, about moving on. Okay. I thought I thought I told you not to tell anybody. I mean, uh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, not the not the anime thing again. Um, one of the things that I was thinking when me and Ibrahim went to uh, coffee the other day, I was just sitting in my car looking at the sun. It was very pretty. Uh, it looked like somebody cranked the saturation on the sky. And then and, it rains. And then it rained later. 20 minutes later. But because Texas weather is just not it Became gloomy right. and then started to hail out of nowhere. One of the things I was telling Ibrahim <clears throat> was that I was thinking a bunch of deep thoughts. And the first thing me and him said when we looked at each other, save it for the podcast. 
So I started I, playing sad music in the car because, <laughs> you know, deep thoughts usually mean like something sad. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, not that not type of sad. I'm like, oh, OK, save it for the podcast. And I yeah. switched to logic. I was like, OK, that's good enough. <laughs> yeah. Next. Uh, we actually we, we went to I- Ikea. And we did a bunch of stuff. That's its own fun story for another day because, man, Ikea's Ikea's great, Ikea's dude. Ikea's lit. But uh, I was thinking in the car the other day, um, you know, I guess you can insert race here, but for me, I'll say like Daisies or Indians, Pakistanis. I, whenever I see my teachers who are also like me, or whenever I see students who are also like me, right? There's this weird like impulse I have to want to talk to them, just default, because I in don't see anyone like me. Well, not in my language, because nine times out of the ten, the kids don't speak it. Oh, okay. Yeah, or they're not confident, so they don't want to. Which you know, yeah. I also wasn't, so I don't want to push anybody. Um. I actually do speak Urdu with a couple kids in my classes because they're like Bakka Pakistani, which means like really Pakistani. Uh-huh. So like we, we all, we speak it, but they're from the blood. Um, so like I have this impulse to want to talk to them and it comes from like the, the feeling of not having anybody. Like, I don't know about you, Ibrahim, cause you've had like people all your life around you, but like in middle school, there was only two or three other like Muslims that I knew. I know in most school I had a bunch of Muslims. So we were like obligatorily friends. Whether yeah. I liked them or not, we were friends because we were all we had. By default. By default. Yeah. So when I when I see all these people, I'm like, I, I, I feel this weird, like, I should talk to you, right? I, I might not see anybody like me ever again. <laughs> and I was thinking about that and I was like, in my head, it generates this like, I wish there were more people like me or I wish I was home, mm-hmm. right? Where everyone's like me. But then I was thinking... If I was there and everyone looked like me, I wouldn't feel special. Like, I wouldn't have this urge in the reverse way. Like, I would hate brown people. <laughs> okay. Because then I would just see annoying Indian Desi people everywhere. And then right. I'd be like, you know, but since I'm here in a place where there isn't people, even the slightest bit of something, I'm like, <gasps> right? It's like the difference between a spoiled kid and a, and a person who has not had as many opportunities, right? Right the spoiled kid will not worry about like what's going past them right but the person who's like not used to it will it'll feel more special so i was sitting there i was like man like people from back home they probably don't understand what it feels like to like be alone and then people from here they don't understand what it feels like to hate everybody else who looks like like not everybody who looks like you is your friend that's what we think like Mm -hmm. like everybody who looks at you will be like i know what you're going through brother I got you, right? But it's not really like that. There's also just people who can just who can be dumb people sometimes, who can be buttheads. Yeah. And that was just something that I was thinking about in the car. All Arabs who are living in America. Anyway. Um, <laughs> did I say that out loud? My bad. I, I didn't hear anything. Maybe the uh, mic didn't pick it up. The mic didn't pick it up. But, um, yeah. but you know, I, I go to talking about... It's, it's, it's a weird mix. I don't, I don't know, because like I see... A lot more like Arab kids and like Arab people in general nowadays, and it's kind of getting to like a lot. And I think in my classes, there's usually more like Arabs now, which is weird. Wow. Uh, like in my math class, there's what the each row has like seven chairs. The back, yeah, the row behind me in my math class is, is five chairs full of Arabs. Wow. And they can they're spe- they're like trash talking the teacher in Arabic, and I'm sitting in front of them. Not I don't think they know if I'm Arabic or not because I don't come off looking like Arab. Really. No, I've I've asked people like you come off either looking Mexican, American, or Jewish, and I'm like, great, Arabs not up there. I can see the Jewish stuff because of the Hasidic, sure. like roots in general. Yeah, but like I knew day one when I met you before I even knew your name that you were Arab. Maybe it's just because I'm the trained eye. Maybe yeah, you have the trained eye thing. That's like yeah, whenever we go out and I'm like, oh, that girl, that lady is Arab. 
You're all like, Ibrahim, you know, you're, you're just looking at her and like classifying her and her things. And then she starts speaking Arabic on the phone. And all you guys are like, oh, wait. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, shut up, bro. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's the eyebrows. I know. Oh, yeah. Um, it's all in the density of the hair. But yeah, like they don't know I'm Arab or like I know how to speak Arabic and like I'm picking up what they're saying. And so the teacher, the first day of class, he said my name, like my full name. And they all were like, oh, he does know how to speak Arabic. Oops. And so I turn around and some kid was like, oh, like, where are you from? I'm like, oh, you know, my dad's Egyptian. My mom's Syrian, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, oh, so do you hear everything we talked about this professor? I'm like, every single part of it. They said that? Yeah. Wow. I, w- I don't run into aware people like that. Everybody's like in their own head. Yeah. Whenever I went to the lab study, one of the nurses there, um, her cousin was also doing the lab study and they were talking in Arabic outside in the hallway. And I'm like, well, ma'am, like, if you're going to trash talk someone, don't say in the hallway. And they were talking about, like, gossip and stuff like that. And so the nurse, she knows my sister. She kind of knows me. I don't know her too well. And he walks into my room. And I have one AirPod in and one out just in case someone, like, from the lab study comes and talks to me. And she walks up to me. She goes, hey, you have your AirPods in, right? And I'm like, I have one in, one out. She goes, crap. And I'm like, why? She goes, so do you hear everything we talked about outside? I'm like, oh yeah, how you and uh, you and the girl were gossiping about some other gossip girls at the gym, and you're just trying to work out, but you know, since they're Arab, you have to talk to them at the gym, <laughs> um, and how that guy really like gl- his glow up was not good. And the more I talked, the more she was like, you heard all of that? I'm like, yeah, I know. Don't don't worry. She was like, I completely forgot. Anyone else in here speaks Arabic? I'm like, man, my my name was on the door. Like, do you, did you, did you not remember that I can speak Arabic or something? But yeah, no, most of the time. It feels like that's I see a lot of like arrows or something like that, and I can hear them. Also, the weird thing that I was thinking about while you were talking was, um, I don't know how many dialects you know how to speak of like anything, but oh. like languages. <laughs> but like, I know I can. I might not be able to speak all the dialects, but I can. I know how to like understand all of them. Yeah. And it's, so it's weird when like a different dialect is speaking, and I'm like, uh-huh, I know that one too. <laughs> it's weird. You might think you're special, but I know what you're talking about, little man. The broken thing about Southeast Asia or South Asia in general is, like, there's so many. Yeah. Like, there's Indians that sound like Pakis. There's Pakis that sound like Indians. They will shoot you if you say that. There are, like, 15 different states with different nations in in them, in India. And then in in Pakistan, there's their own. There's Bangladeshis. And then there's Arabic mixed in with all those Muslim languages. Hindi-based mixed in with all the... um, Or um, Sanskrit uh, mixed in with the Hindi languages. There's so much. It's like... It's like... It's basically just, like, one conglomerated umbrella of just, like, brown. So, I, I can't tell the difference. And not only can I not tell the difference, because I've grown up with such broken Urdu, mm-hmm. my Urdu does not sound like a Pakistani and does not sound like an Indian. So, you know how when you go home, the number one thing they tell you, especially because our parents are natives, right? They say, don't act like a tourist. Right. 100%. Because not only will all of the bad, the bad people get you, but also, you can't buy coffee full price. Nope. They will actually bump it up yep. or all this other weird stuff, right? They know just by the look. You're not from around here. Exactly. And just from my accent, they can tell. Even though I'm not from Kashmir or I'm... Well, actually, no. Kashmir's not real to certain people. Huh? Um, that's a whole... That's a, that's a, it's that's a whole... A, it's, it's just like Palestine. It's just like... China, Taiwan. Ukraine, thing, yeah, Taiwan. Yeah. Taiwan. So many little... So if you're from like Hyderabad or if you're from Chennai or if you're from Karachi, they will be able to tell. But since I don't sound like any of them, they know I'm they a know. tourist and they know that I'm from America. And so they will, I have no chance. I'm done. Like, like they will, <laughs> they will take advantage of anything they want from me because they can just tell. Yeah. Whenever I don't go to Egypt too often, 
Um, but whenever I do go, my mom was always worried because while I was growing up, my mom was like the main person in the house since my dad was always like traveling for work. And so I learned Syrian. Um, and so like, I'd be able to speak like Syrian to my mom. I know Arabic, like Egyptian wise. Is Syrian the minority of the Arabic dialects? No, Syrian just not, not a, no. What's the most spoken Arabic dialect? Probably like shoot like but it's between palestinian slash syrian like really? those two are always like you i hear more palestinian slash syrian like languages what's nowadays. the one in saudi i feel like that's the biggest one right? that's like hard like saudi there's a difference yeah there's a big difference Whoa. i told you like dialects are weird my mom yeah. my mom doesn't know how to speak all of them but like she knows like if someone palestinian is talking to her she knows how to p- uh, pick it up uh lebanese syrian egyptian um I was going to say Moroccan, but Moroccan is I was also going to say Moroccan, but the joke is that Moroccans don't Moroccan's, have Moroccan uh, is the same thing as normal. <laughs> um, I think she knows how to like pick up like uh, Iraqi. Shoot. Um, Irani is just a whole other... Irani is a, a whole other thing, but she can understand when someone's speaking Persian to her. Really? Uh, wow. And she knows like, oh, he's speaking Persian. A couple words are being picked up. Don't know the rest of the sentence. <laughs> um but like she knows how to pick up some of the stuff, and so I, when I was growing up, I would just learn mainly Syrian and Egyptian, but mainly Syrian since my mom's Syrian. You know, I would go to Egypt, and mom would be like, "Yeah, go get milk, for example." Right? Like she, she did this to my brother multiple times when he was growing up. He would go down and ask for milk, but in Syrian, which means one means milk, one means yogurt. So he'd come back with a bag of yogurt, oh. and she'd be like what it is bro <laughs> no what the dog do <laughs> what the dog doing <laughs> what the dog do uh, she, and and he'll be like isn't this what you asked for and she goes no go back and get milk not yogurt yeah and so it's like well you know how to pick up I know how to like pick up on different dialects a little bit but I can't speak any of them for my life mm-hmm. um like I, I like what was the one Assassin's Creed thing that you were telling me to read and I told you this is not Arabic this is like Persian mm-hmm. I just knew how to pick up like it was Persian like, there's actually another one i wanted to show i'll show you later i was playing batman and uh you know rachel go yeah on his sword in the game there was arabic or Urdu. i don't know i mean i think it is persian also because the league of shadows is supposed to be somewhere not arab but arab so because they never really say they're arab yeah so um they're too scared the i wanted to read it i could read the urdu but you know that's different from the arabic that's different from the persian so i was like i wonder what ibrahim will read and google translate couldn't do it i don't know why like when i did the camera thing i just couldn't pick it up because uh, um, it's not always like what well, was some of the movies when like we're watching as an arab i can watch movies and know that guy's not speaking arabic they'll just throw in like random words and like none of that's arabic except oh, for that one habibi word you know it's always habibi it's always habibi habibi come uh I'm like, like dictator, like half throats. of that was not Arabic, and it's all based well, on Arabic. funny because he's, he was played by, uh, what you want to call? What you want to call? Uh, isn't he Jewish? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so he like did a really convincing Arab for a Jew. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and, there's the helicopter scene. The helicopter scene, some of it was Arabic, <laughs> so but it wasn't, some of it wasn't so at the same time. Um, what I was going to say is like, uh, if somebody says, do you speak Arabic, right? Yeah. What are they assuming Arabic is because for you you'll hear the dialects right you'll know the difference are they are they but what is like the default arabic if, I, if i'm typing on the keyboard what's it going to default to uh are they arab or are they like american um, normal anything but arab no no okay if they're not anything but arab they're most likely just thinking of like i forget what it's called tina told me what it's called tina's taking arabic and she told me there's something like try 
Shoot, what is it called? It's a hybridization of Yeah, it's like a hybrid of all of it. Interesting. Which, that's what I think, just because when Aviv told me he was learning Arabic and Sina told me she was learning Arabic, that's what they were taught. They were taught, like, Egyptian, a little bit of Syrian, but, like, under a umbrella that's called, like, tri-something. Trilingual Arabic or something? It was, like, it was a really funny word that I've never, ever heard of until she told me what about. Trigonal bipyramidal? Yes, sure. No, that's, um, a, that's a chemistry thing. Yeah, I was just going along with it because I had no clue what the heck that was. <laughs> Arabic, um, try. But it was like a really weird word. And I think that's what... I don't know if that's what people try think. literal. Maybe. I don't... Dominant dialect. I don't, I don't know. Because I remember she just... I just remember her telling me it covers a couple of different countries. There's Mesopotamian Arabic. That's, I think, something around that. There was that one for another funny word that she used. What Arabic dialect is most directly spoken? Modern Standard Arabic. This is called Modern Standard Arabic. I think it's like a mix of Syrian and like Egyptian, which sometimes I think I heard you say that before. Actually, yeah. I think I think you're right. With like Yo, a sprinkle. Of even Eritrea has um, what the heck Arabic. It's a small little country in the in the Christian Muslim area of the world. Sure, I'm forgetting anyway. where exactly near like Sudan and kind of like yeah. Area. But I think when most Americans, uh, what pops into my head is either that or Egyptian. I would say Egyptian, right? Yeah. I would think Egyptian because that's where most of the, um, what's the root word for Arabic stuff? Hmm. Uh, I'll just say Arabic. Well, Arabic stuff originated from yeah. right? that that part of the world. But if there's like an Arab ta- asking me, they usually ask it in Arabic. Wait, oh, they usually ask it in Arabic. Oh, so then you know which. So then you know I'm you speaking know pa- Palestinian, right? Which is really weird. I'm like, what if I don't? Like, what if I don't speak Arabic? And I just like I'm one of those like white Arabs, you know, like. What, what if I don't know how to speak Arabic? You're just saying a bunch of like random mumbo jumbo to me. See, the difference between, like, for example, the closest thing I, I can tell you because, like, Urdu will vary by the street. So you, it's like you can break it down a lot. But the biggest breakdown I think you can find is, like, Urdu is the predominant language in that area of the world, India, Pakistan. And then if you, or Hindi is in India, but it's like the same thing. If you zoom in, there's like Punjabi, Gujarati, Malayama, but that's really different. And um, uh, one other one I'm forgetting. So they are... See, so you're in Arabic, you're saying that one word will mean two different things depending on the dialect, right? And on the country, because the country also has the whole... And the country. Different, like, um, northern, southern, whatever, country, uh, farmers... What's it? Rednecky? Rural? I guess, rural? I guess. Whatever, like, it kind of like... I know in Palestinians... I don't know about it too much in Egypt, but I know like Palestinians that have like the main Arabic and then they have like, if you're like, uh, what's it called? What's the difference? Inner city. I'm trying to think of like the country gal. Yeah. Kind of like a country or I don't know how redneck country more. Fringe. I don't know what the word is, how to translate it over, but like. Oh, um, what's the word in Arabic? I forgot. It. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I honestly forgot what it was. Um, I had it on top of my head and then I forgot. True. But like it's, it, it also does that because in yeah. Palestine, you can say Kifak, which is like, how are you? Right. In any different language. But if you're from like Southern, or not Southern, I guess like more like country, uh, Yeehaw, then the it's yeehaw more territories. The, the Ka is, is now Cha. So instead of Kifak, it's Chifak. Yeah. So it's like weird. <laughs> what? And so that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like I've I kind of also. I've never heard Chifak, bro. Chifak is oh, funny, bro. crazy. If you ever hear me say respect in the middle of our hangouts, even though none of you speak Arabic. It's just like a funny thing to me because I heard someone like, you know, respect, nah, bro, respect, bro. <laughs> oh, that's, that's insane. And it's just like a funny thing to me. So like for like Urdu, all those languages, it's, it's the words mean the same thing, but they're said kind of like that. They're said differently, yeah. dramatically. Like, like for example, 
um, in Urdu, I would say like, it's hard without context, but I was like, mm-hmm. hey, or movement. hey, right? Okay. H-A-I. So that would mean like have, right? Uh-huh. And then in Punjabi, it's pave. But it means the same thing. Same thing, yeah. And then in Gujarati, I forget what it was. Gujarati is funny because it's like Urdu, except you put che after everything. What's that English um, terminology where like uh, different words can mean the same thing? Uh, homonym? Wait, no. Different words for the same thing. Or is it backwards? Different different, different, different words for the same thing. definition? I guess. Is that a thing or is it back? No, no, you're right. There's a word for this. I'm just for, I, man, I'm forgetting I, all the words today. I remember in first, second grade, I had to learn this thing. I just don't remember what it's called. A homonym is a word that sounds the same. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. A homonym is a word that means the same. Yeah, yeah, homonyms. You're right. A homophone is something that sounds the same. Definition can be different. A homonym Maybe, yeah. is something that so is spelled the so same. So, homophone, whatever the heck it's called, homonym. is what. No, no. The homophone is what Arabs have most of the time, where it's like. An, it could sound the same, but it's a different word. Mm, right, different right. meaning, I mean. And then the other one, homonym, is what uh, you yeah. have. Right, right. Something like kind that. Of. And it's very interesting because that's how you tell if the language is different. You have yeah. to wait for the sentence to, because it'll sound the same until one of those words blips in there. And then after that, you're like, oh, yeah, you're speaking something different. Yeah. Like, my dad was like street haggling in Pakistan, right? And in Pakistan, everybody speaks Urdu. But when you go to like vendors and stuff, they're in their element, right? Their stall is like their home. Yeah. So they will speak their language. So he could tell that my the guy was accidentally dropping Gujarati in, in the words. He was saying Nam Che, Kiche, Volche. So che. my dad Chifak. It's basically the same thing except Che is at the end. Yeah. So he noticed that and then he started speaking his own Gujarati. And I was like, I couldn't hey, keep up with the conversation after <laughs> that point. It was the Che really does make up Chos are weird, go, bro. Chos are make weird. everything go crazy. You know, chief fuck, bro. So chief I was like, bro. I was like, what the what's going on? But then he just started speaking it. And I was just lost. And I my dad, for him, Gujarati is his broken language, right? He only yeah. spoke it at home, but he never perfectly learned that Urdu was more predominant, English was more predominant because of colonial stuff. So he was like nervous that this guy was gonna notice that his Gujarati was broken and then F up his price on the stuff for the for the vent. But because he was so sweet, the guy was like, Thank you for like, you know. Yeah. You know, making my day happy, being happy, like you know, helping me out, and then he gave us a really good deal on those court vendors. Bro. <sighs> vendors, bro, are built different. Mm-hmm. I went to Turkey 2016 um, for like after like I went to do Amrit and stuff like that religious thing, and then after went for to Turkey for two days. Right, I speak Arabic, maybe not the best Arabic like my mom, but like I speak Arabic. Right, I can. She told me when I was in Turkey, if you're gonna go buy something, start speaking in Arabic. They don't know how to speak Arabic, switch to English in Turkey. In Turkey, right? Wow. So I walk up, I walk up to like, you know, I'm gonna ask a price for something for uh, I don't know what it was, souvenir, and ask it in Arabic, right? And he <laughs> gives me an answer in Arabic. I'm like, great. Whatever. Oh, what really? He gives me an answer in Arabic. I'm like, oh, cool, whatever. So I end up buying it, and leaving. We're walking through the little alley that you know, a bunch of like little vendors and people, and I hear one guy go, "Uh, discount, discount. Hey, come, come by here, Habibi, come, Habibi, come." And he starts speaking in Spanish and in French. Whoa. And I'm like, and I later on, I keep walking. I'm talking to my sister, and I'm like, why does he know like four languages? He That's goes, sick. she goes, oh no, majority of these guys who are like live in like Middle East, Mediterranean, Turkey, stuff like that, they'll pick up like nine different languages just mm-hmm. to pick you guys up. Yeah, and I'm like, That's 
genius, bro. Like, he literally started speaking mm. Spanish. And I'm like, <laughs> come on, stop me, amigo. Hey, let me get that discount. I don't know if I brought it up on the podcast before, but there was one time where I was in France and I was trying to order a, a crepe from uh, a vendor, right? Of course you were. And I was like in middle school, so my French was even more worse and I was even less confident. Yeah. And I was like struggling, right? Or rather, I was in line and my teacher was saying, hey, everybody, order it in French. Oh, right? no. She was trying to get everybody to practice. You're in France. Why not speak French? But because I was so nervous. I was like, I'm just not going to get a crepe. And my teacher Genius. was like, no, you're not. Dummy dumb. Order it in French. So I got pushed into it. I had to do it. <laughs> and while I was trying to order it, the guy was like, like you, audio listeners, he was like turning his head you know, like a dog does. And he was like, huh? Aww. And he literally put his hand out. And he was like, I speak English. You just do it in English. And I was that's my face was red. My teacher was like jaw down. I was like, I was like, dude, I have failed as a French person. Like I have, I'm, I'm done. My career is over and I got my crave. It was dang good. But God, like, bro. dude, that, that sucked. And in, um, in Pakistan, when I went last time, bro, I messed up my Urdu so many times. Yeah. I get so scared to speak Arabic when so I go to like Egypt times. or something. The but it's so much fun. Dude, I swear, if, we, if you live there for like six months, you will like pick up stuff. Yeah, no, because I used to, I, I lived there for two years when I was younger in Egypt. And bro, I'm flying. I forgot English at one point. And I'd come back to England, uh, come back to England, come back to America. <laughs> and I have to take my placement test or something until I get back into like a uh, school. And I was like, the, the thing that stumped me was they gave you like a, like, you know, put, what's the word in English for this object? And so I was like, oh, giraffe, uh, this is a uh, uh, zebra, and this is <laughs> a, and an accent. <laughs> and then I come to, to the word kite. The, I hate kites for the sole reason, bro. I'm telling you, it's, it's a mental thing. I come to the word kite, and I'm like, what is, what is this word? Kites. What is, I, I, I know what it is. I told my mom in Arabic because she was next to me. I was, young, I was a young age. And I was like... I know in Arabic, I was her, I know what this is. You fly in the, in the sky. I told her what it was in Arabic. She goes, yeah, but you need to say it in English. Oh. And I'm like, I, I don't know, teacher. I don't know. And she goes, okay, that's fine. She wrote down a little note. No. I get sent back a grade because I don't know what kite is. <laughs> and I'm like, no. That's so sad, bro. And now I'm, you just forever hate kites. In so the I hate kite. But then like, I ended up like skipping a grade or something. I don't know how it worked. But um, That's so sad. But I'm like, I hate kites for that sole reason. I feel so bad for you, bro. And I was like, bro. Little Ibrahim just sitting there like, bro. Mama. Mama, look. Hey, I'm about to fit. This goes, this, this goes up into the sky. And, the float and the you fly it Benjamin with rope. Franklin. And you fly it with rope. And she goes. <laughs> and the teacher goes, you need an English. Mom's like, yeah, say it in English. Oh. I'm like, my my bad if I don't know I don't know. <laughs> so, so back to the the racing that I was talking about. Yeah, earlier. they go all the way back, all the way back. Um, I guess the bigger point that I was alluding to is that like a lot of um, the racial struggle in America specifically, right? Uh oh, careful now. I'm not gonna be too crazy here. It comes from the fact that we're struggling, right? Like, sure, okay. there is something that like we're we're fighting every day right like loneliness or you know cultural differences differences and stuff like mm -hmm. that but if you go back home where none of that's a problem right we get privileged again and then we forget so that's why if you this is kind of like i'm not trying to be mean to anybody right but like Walking on if you notice if you go back home muslim means something different in a muslim country i was honestly just thinking yeah about that yeah because like for us in america since we don't 
know anything mm-hmm. we're st- we're like really careful about everything we do over there mm-hmm. over here like you ask every restaurant is this halal or is there pork in this thing or whatever whatever but back home because you don't have to worry about that you don't have to worry about that mm-hmm. so not only are they more like carefree when they come here they don't have that instinct to check everything but also they eat a lot they eat a lot i think this specifically goes for people who eat zabiha right but sure. Because I eat halal here, mm-hmm. I can't eat a lot, mm-hmm. right? So you could say that my diet kind of forces me to be healthy. But over there, because they don't have any problems, it's not more expensive, it's not uh, further away, every place has it, they eat so much meat all the time. And I was sitting yeah. there like with grease sweat and I was like, guys, I can't do this. And they were yeah. like, what do you mean? And then they were like, you have to Burger King. And I was like, no. What do you mean Burger King? And then... Dude, have you went over to the, yes, the, the Middle East? Yes, I've had the, the Burger King I had in Dubai, KFC, bro. Oh, my K- God. I had a KFC sandwich in Saudi when I was in Umrah. And I'm telling you, bro, take your Popeye's chicken sandwich, merge it with another one, merge it with a third one, and, and then merge it with a fourth one, and, and that's how big it is. No religious guilt, bro. Oh. Bro, I'm telling you, that's the first time I've oh. never finished a sandwich. It's so good. It was so gigantic. Good. For I asked my mom, I was like, how much did it all cost? She goes... Well, I mean, if you translate it to like U.S. dollars, this was like bucks. twenty bucks max. Twenty. I mean, it was for a whole family thing. Oh, like, yes, it's like yeah, a yeah. Family meal because mm-hmm. we all got like nine sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was yeah, like yeah. twenty bucks, which is if you actually did the price and you like compared it to if you bought all this in in America, forty five, sixty dollars, something like that. Yeah, it's insane. I'm like, what? It's insane. Nani? Um, and and what I was talking is like it's a mild example, but I yeah. think it like illustrates the point where like freedom. Does. Our like awareness of our culture is kind of because we're struggling mm-hmm. right so like our struggle gives us an excuse but if we didn't have something that constantly reminded us we might not like be aware at all right like we might be like fall straight into ignorance you know what i'm talking about uh, same thing with that kind of that kid who has too much right they stop asking for where their stuff comes from or like mom how much did this cost you or like you know because you just you're just so used to it. Are, are you talking about things. like culturally we forget or we get ignorant? Or are you talking about like socially or mm, where we are I mean in more, society? I mean more culturally. Like for example, right? People who say, Salaamu Alaikum, mm-hmm. right? For me, it makes my day if just one person does it. Right. Right? But if you're back home, everybody says it. Mm-hmm. So f- take two different alternate universal sides, right? One who was born there, one who didn't. This guy wouldn't appreciate the weight of what it means one salam, right? But uh-huh. over here, that means so much, right? And in all different areas of our culture and cultures in general, not just Muslims, you can see that like because we don't have a lot of something, every little thing really makes us really happy, right? Like going to the mosque mm-hmm. is like a big deal because most people don't. It's really right. hard to, it's spread out. There isn't one in your area. You don't like the speaker. But over there, there's like one on every corner. Your fa- your parents will force you to go because they're so close. You'll know everybody in your neighborhood. Like, so like you won't really remember the act. So when you, for example, there's another way to think about it. When kids from back home move here for college, right? Because that's what, what younger kids do nowadays in back home is they move here for college. Yeah. They won't go to the mosque. Yeah. Or they won't uh, do any of those things. I, I know what you're talking about just because like. I've had this conversation with my, my, my parents before. I've had, like, religious leaders talk about this, about religious version, though, where they say, like, overseas, you're praying all the time. It's, like, a norm to go pray. Um, the, the place where I used to live um, in Egypt, not even, like, down the street, there was a mosque. 
And so, you know, like the Adan goes off and all that stuff. The, the Adan is played on speakers, on speakers on the streets. In Egypt. You where can't I was, escape it. Yeah, when I, where I was located in Egypt, there was a mosque down the street. Like, I used to walk to it to go pray. And then, but like, if you're standing, opening up the balcony door, you'll hear the one down the street. Two minutes later, you'll hear the one across town playing at the same exact time as all the other ones. And you can hear six different, like, Adans going right, on. Right, right. And so... And even like what on Fridays they would close shops until like six p.m. and then they'll open up the shop. Right, right. And like that's the whole thing because, like you said, it's it's living over there. You're more accustomed to it. It's a lifestyle. Everyone has the same religion. It's mainly. automatic. It's automatic. You don't have to worry about it too much. Over here, it's more intentional. There's no, there's no in a bad way too. Things, yeah. There's not as many like haram things you have to worry about pork, gelatin, and all that mumbo mm-hmm, jumbo. Mm-hmm. You come here, it's a whole other culture. It's a whole other religion. If there is religion, too much. And then there's a whole other society. And so that's why everyone, like, all over the cedars and, like, old, old, uh, not old women, like, the, the the old style parents are always like, yeah, we have to, like, you know, I'll make you join Sunday school. Like, uh, we, we, right. we, we push, they push kids more just because they know if they grow up, they'll end up being e-boys who, like, play, like, uh, Valorant all day and, like, live yeah, in their you'll life. Yeah, you'll go from, like, Raj or, like, what's a really Arab name? Muhammad. Muhammad to Mo hey. and... R- R- Ray. Richard, Ray, Ray, <laughs> yeah, right. And it's like, yeah, they'll you'll lose. There, a lot of Arabs, not Arabs, sorry, a lot of like older, old style parents and like older people. They're always like, moving to America is a good move, financially, economically, you know, for the future. Mostly financially. Yeah, as you're, well. you're, like, is that the trend you see? It was mostly yeah, you economic. Like, it's good. Like, it's a good move here, but culturally and religiously. It's worse just because there's not that constant reminder to like, hey, I got to go pray. Hey, I, right. you know, speak Arabic all the time. Since everyone here is speaking English, except mm-hmm. for the 50 kids once a semester that go learn Arabic because mm-hmm. they're bored and need another language to learn in college. And I guess the the, the thing that, that, like, that made me really in deep in thought, I was taken aback, was I, I was like, you know, despite the struggle and right, despite like the, I wouldn't say struggle, but like the daily annoyances of having to deal with all this stuff, mm-hmm. I'm glad... It's the only time I'll thank America. I am thankful for being born here because I feel like I I have a more raw perspective of the religion and of the culture because I have to literally like teach myself how to do everything. Yeah. And I that's what I was saying. Without the struggle, I would be privileged and then I just wouldn't I wouldn't know what how special it feels to get one salam, right? Yeah. Or to meet one person on the street and be like, You're me, right? Sure, that comes with its own negatives, whatever. But I was just appreciative of that fact. And that's on, what I was thinking about. And on the other side of the spectrum, if you were if you were not born here, you would have had grown up first grade speaking, in my case, Arabic, like learning Arabic in, in school in Arabic. I was uh, in Egypt. I was learning English. Yeah. And French, because for some reason, every French conqueror sick. was conquering the Middle East. Um, but like it, it was it was the complete opposite. You're going to grow up speaking mm-hmm. the language, good doing the religion. Um I remember once while I was living in Egypt way back, I met a Christian. I was like, you tell me that's a Christian? What's what's with that cross? Oh, yeah. It's like... It's so opposite. weird. You're yeah. like, why, why are you here? Yeah, I was like, you're not supposed to be here. And they spoke perfect Arabic. They're like, yeah, no, we're from the north side of uh, like that's Egypt. Insane. Yeah, when you and hear a like, Christian speak Arabic, you're like, hold on, huh? Yeah, I was, I was so on, confused. Huh? That's why when I come here, there's a word for it. I don't even know the word for it. I completely forgot the word for it. Um, But like, there's a word for Egyptians that don't speak Arab uh, that speak Arabic but they're Christian. And when I learned about that I was like 
damn, bro, we really do like, I don't, we, we don't live this life normally. Like, this is weird. You know, there's an acronym for this. It's the most freaking desi thing. It, it, it's a, if, it's also a way your parents demean you with the uncles and aunties. But like, our generation, mm-hmm. right, we're called the ABCs, ABCDs. We're called the American Born Confused Desis. So every time, that's hilarious. Every time your Hindi or Urdu is bad, every time you're like, Mom, what's this food? Or like, you know, why do I have to go to puja? Or why do I have to go to mosque? Right? Your parents are just like, I didn't confuse ABCD. What are you doing? Right? Mm-hmm. And that's how you know. You're reminded. You're like, Yeah, I'm not, I'm halfway there. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not compared full. to you. I'm not there all the way. Um, but no, language is really, really crazy. I, I want to talk about it on, on, on its own episode, but like, we have a we have an episode that we talked about called like tradition and religion and all that stuff. Oh, we yeah. have we, we didn't even, even done that, that was yet. one of the first things we wrote in a year over a year it, ago. It's a delicate thing. Even this was a delicate thing to talk about. So that's why it's like you know, um, we have to be very intentional. Yeah. But with language in in particular, right? Like my aunts came over for spring break. My idea of my dad and my family in my head was that they are like the example of the raw form of my culture right Mm -hmm. like they are the most it can be yeah but then when i was talking to my aunts they were like no in school we actually didn't learn urdu we learned grammar but they taught us english because pakistan was really focused on learning english so they were like my urdu is bad right now because i didn't actually learn it i just spoke it was like it was like through habit that i learned it it wasn't like formal so they're telling me like oh i can't read the signs anymore or I can't read the newspaper anymore. We talked about this in an episode before. Yeah. I can't read the newspaper anymore. I can't read banners I was in like, Egypt, bro. I was like, I thought I was like stuck with my Urdu, bro. But y'all are also having problems too. Yeah. And now I'm sitting here looking at my hands and I'm like, well, I I think I also did talk about this before, but like language death, like it's a real thing, right? Alhamdulillah, like you, most of our friends, we have like a general concept of our knowledge mm-hmm. of our languages, but we are still missing things. I'm missing a lot of stuff, honestly. And, yeah, I mean, like, I feel like I'm missing a ton. Like, I don't even really feel like I'm doing good. My mom says I'm things fluent, sometimes. But... And I'm like, did you cuss me out or did you teach me something? What, what did you say? Yeah, and no. then she'll, she'll, like, translate in English and I'm like, that's really what it means? That's, like, simple. That's, like, fourth grade level. Like, I understood that. Yeah. Like, what? I learned a lot. You know, I learned a lot from curses from my mom. But the, anyway. The <laughs> other day, bro, she was talking. She said a funny, like, apl- it was a, an appliance in Arabic. I don't remember what the word was, but she didn't she translate it? She goes like, yeah, we're going to go buy like an air purifier. And I'm like, what? Wow. <laughs> what? I was like, what's the, the word? Air purifier. I, when I learned the word swan in Arabic, it sounded like the most disgusting, like, blech. It's called baji. Exactly. Yeah. That sounds like yeah, tremendous like, and like hef. heavy. and yeah. like. But then she, I was like, what the hell is that? She goes, swan. I'm like, you're telling me. <laughs> First of all, I never once heard this. She goes, you learned it in Egypt. They teach you your, your your animals. I'm like, first of all, I don't even remember that. I just remember getting beat all the time because they're allowed to do that overseas. But second of all, why does it sound so like heavy? She goes, I don't know. And uh, overseas, it's beautiful. But here, it sounds like uh, someone uh, kissed you and made you... I don't know. I'm That's like, really okay. interesting. Actually, I have a question. I'll come back to it in a second. But, um... What was I saying? I don't know. Oh, oh yes. Language. So, so, I was like... I was like... I really not only as like a skill I want to have it, but also like I don't want to teach my kids badly because a lot of my stuff is like yeah. oriented for the future. So I'm thinking like I don't want to give my kids those same holes. So what do I do? So now I'm like so genuinely cool. considering <laughs> like me and my cousins are taking or gonna my, my cousin already is, but I'm thinking about also doing Urdu classes, like just 
like while I can, yeah. at least getting it down enough so that I can use it in my in the future when I'll need it. But then also so that like I can speak it at home. The main yeah. goal is speak it at home. The beautiful thing about our parents, right? Certain certain parents, mine didn't, but other parents did, is they decided to speak the language at home because they'll learn English in school. They'll figure it out. But the other one, they need to know. So like my cousin, she grew up speaking Urdu. She didn't know English. Yeah. But she learned it in school. So immediately she was bilingual because she understood and could speak Urdu, but she also um, uh, was learning and processing English the same normal way a baby does. Yeah. So... She and she didn't have an accent. She didn't sound like a fob. She could speak Urdu and then not sound like she just got off the boat, right? Yeah. Or she could speak English and then not sound like she was like a whitewashed Urdu person. Yeah. So I didn't have that, and I'm not I'm not complaining, but I do want to give that to my kids. So now I'm like, see if I gotta do Urdu lessons. Where do you even go for this? Yeah, kind of let's stuff? say see if like whatever university you end up at, give like uh, any of those lessons or any of those classes, just because that would be a good extra credit. Because like, I know like. Year? Maybe, I don't know what it is, but, like... Uh, when you're running out of credits, you can just take one? Yeah, I think, like... I know they give, like... For, for, they give, like, French, Arabic, Spanish, uh, Chinese of some sort. I know at the college we go to right now, they do, like, Japanese as well. Yeah. I don't right. know if they do anything else, but, like, I know there's some of those classes. I'd be down to learn Japanese just for the heck of it. I but, would be so down to learn Japanese. Uh, I want to learn more languages, to be honest. I learned it from anime now. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You can learn. That's what a lot of weebos do. Yeah. No, my cousin, he's learning uh, Japanese from, like, Duolingo. <sighs> Yeah. And I'm like, that's not a bad idea. But yeah. it's it's weird. I was I was actually thinking about that a little while ago because whenever people this is gonna sound stupid mm. to anyone who doesn't understand it. But <laughs> to um, everybody. <laughs> I mean no Arab, Muslims will understand this, but sure. anyone who's not Muslim will understand it. Whenever marriage comes into play, guys are allowed to marry a woman from any culture, any religion. Females are not allowed to marry a husband from any other culture besides Muslim. Yeah. It's best if they marry a Muslim. Yeah. And so my mom always talks about like, you know, you, you're allowed to marry anyone. You're allowed to marry a white girl if you want, bro. Pop off. But. Get it, queen. Your future and your kids. And then yeah. like, because what happens, <laughs> same thing that happened with me and my mom and my dad. My dad goes to work. Internationally, here, domestically, down the street from us, whatever. You're spending your day with your mom. So you're picking up from your mom. So if I yes. marry a white girl that doesn't speak Arabic, your kids will not. They're, they're not going to learn Arabic unless, like, somehow I teach them or I throw them in Sunday school. Or something. Absolutely. No, see, that's the thing. Because our culture is oriented like that, yeah. not only, I mean, personally, that rule makes a lot of sense, yeah. but also, it it is like, it, that's a thing you have to look out for, right? Like, most people, when they're looking for a marriage, not even a range, it's normal. Yeah. They're thinking, oh, I want a guy this tall. Or, oh, I want a dad bod. But, like, especially <laughs> for cultures from our homes, right? You're thinking of your spouse as a package for how your kids will be. Yeah, you got to start thinking about like kids. And because stuff your like parents that. aren't worried really about your spouse; they're worried about what your spouse will do for your kids. Yeah. Because the ultimate goal of Islam is to have kids, have more Muslims. Yeah. Right. So if you can't, can't you be a good mother? If you can't basically do that, then you're kind of screwed. And also, it'll you know, one way of looking at it, it's the same thing as language that this is diluting the pool. Yeah, right. Exactly. As more and more people spread out and culture will mix, the more and more the original one will go away. Yeah. So you, if you're not maintaining the original one, it'll, it'll slowly die out until eventually there's nothing. Yeah. And we're not going to see that in our lifetime, but it yeah. will happen. Yeah. And that's our parents. I guess I don't think they're doing it on purpose, but implicitly they have that instinct to like keep it going, keep the flag flying. Right. Yeah. I, same thing. My mom is like, she, you can marry a white girl, doesn't matter, but she has to be Muslim. Yeah. She has to be Muslim and she has to be Shia. And I'm like. <laughs> 
okay, okay. The other day when Thomas was telling me about like um, when we were at the, the the mochi donut place, and all y'all were talking about like, oh, you're gonna go talk to that Asian girl, blah blah blah. In my head, I was like, oh, I was thinking the same. How, how, how do I explain the to these kids that A, she's not worth it? Like, she looks cool. I'm not gonna be friends with her. But like, B, say this like I date her, right? How am I supposed to tell you guys that I can't? How am I supposed to tell a girlfriend that I can't marry? I will you, not marry you, and I cannot go further with this relationship. Even though we're dating for four years, because I need to marry a Muslim girl who can speak Arabic. Do you want to convert? You go cough, cough, convert. <laughs> no, that, that's why when we did that, I said just for fun. It's not going to go to full term. Just, exactly. I'm like just to mess around. There's like her. no point to try as like a teenager. Bro, you or need anything to, to get do. out there. You need to have some fun. No, nah, bro. I told you. I'm going to tell you exactly what I told Amar, and Amar agreed with me right now. Okay. Me and Amar came to a conclusion. That any Arab girl in our age, between the ages of 18 to 21, that's Arab, mm-hmm. right now is not the time to go after them. For the sole reason that they are out there, they are being wild as hell, and they are just living their life to the fullest. That's true. They eventually will figure out that life gets them nowhere, and that white boy that they're dating named Chris, who's like a jock, will end up leaving them because... He doesn't believe in anything they believe, and they'll end up probably breaking their hearts. Mm-hmm. And it'll come back to all Arabs because they have to, because their parents said you have to marry Muslims. <laughs> they'll come back eventually. <laughs> and so, if you just sit here and ride out the next like three years, you'll eventually find a woman who either did not do all of that and she's still sane, mm-hmm. or you'll find an insane woman that you can fix who's willing to come back to an Arab. I think you're right, and I'm not. I don't. I'm not trying to sound PC. I, I, I think fundamentally, right now because of our culture and everything, if you didn't start dating in high school, if you didn't already become a harami, you are, like, in this stage now where you want to go do stuff and try stuff. Yeah. So, like, it makes sense that, like, you're not... It's they not going to be the, the best They right have now. the ability at these ages. Right. And after that is when you'll come back down to the practical and, realization. Yeah, I need to get married, that, that, that. whatever. So then that will be the time to do all that stuff. But yeah. right now... So then, I guess... And then, right now, I'm like, I'm just vibing. Me and I guess that like, makes that's it. Like we don't. But then care why about not? Why not just do something not to get married? Just just for fun. Because that's the point. Have a girlfriend, date for a little while. Eventually, they're gonna break, break your heart and leave. Don't. Well, first of all, you don't have a heart. But second exactly. of all, you so just, now you're just breaking my chest. Just <laughs> break my ribs. Just, just, just don't. I ain't trying to give another rib to, to a woman, bro. Oh, Adam, that for me. Hey. No, no, no. <laughs> that's just, how we end the podcast. Just, just don't get. I mean, attached. I don't. I don't, know. don't I, get attached. I'm not gonna say don't get attached. Don't get attached. I would get attached. Exactly. But I would say don't. Like, you know, if you know, like, this is what me and Brianna talked about initially because of college, right? But if you know that the end is in sight, then you have to plan around it. Unless yeah. y'all are just, you know, in it for one thing and one thing only. Then after that, then you have nothing else. But if you know that the end is there and you know that you have this amount of time, then you just kind of just have fun while you have the if, time. If you had the ability to know when you're going to die, would you do it? Would you? If someone Would can, I die? <laughs> no, would you like... Uh, I phrased that horribly. <laughs> if you had the chance to change your fate, would you have the chance to change your fate? Yes, exactly. Would no. you? If someone told you, like, hey, I can tell you, and Death Note, I'll tell you what's going on right now. Um, I can tell you when you're going to die. Yuck. Right, like the date and how. Mm-hmm. Would you Would you be like, yeah, I want to know like how I die no, and all that stuff? No. Okay, then why would I date someone no, if I know I mean, they're going to end? No, 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 you, no. That's 100% a very clear point. Me and Pran, I said the same thing. We were like, if we know that college is going to be a problem, why are we dating now? And I was like, that's a very brown thing of you to say. And also, you're right. Yeah, we're completely and right. Then, <laughs> She's not like, wrong at all. So then that's why me and Priyana were like, we should try. Like, We should not just give up just because of random. Like, if sure. we actually care about each other, let's not waste And at least time. you two are Muslim, right? Like, so you could... Bro, you I might know. be Shia, she might be something. I, I don't know, know if y'all have issues with that or whatever, but... Yeah, there was a hot second where I was like, I'll convert. 
I'll, I'll, I'll get somebody, I'll, I'll, you know? And then when I dated Brianna, and I was like, I can only date brown girls. Yeah. But I would not be at able least, to do this. At least, like, you two being brown, like, on the same footing is fine. If I go for a girl who's not brown of any sort, of like, Arab, I say brown as if, like, Arabs are brown. I don't know what they're labeled It's all as. in there. It's I all brown. Know. Some Arabs will say not brown. Some Daisies will say we're not brown. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. If I go for a girl that's not brown, mm-hmm. sooner or later, it's going to end. At least for you two, you know there's a high possibility. Not a high. There's a good possibility that's it won't end. Well, that's where the question of conversion comes from because I ain't gonna convert. And that's the thing. That's it's a very difficult conversation. Also, like I'm really bad. If your if your girlfriend right is not atheist, mm-hmm. she doesn't choose it. She's just open, like she's a blank canvas. Then it's her choice, right? And if she's down for it, then that means that you can have one of these relationships. You don't know where it's gonna happen, but if she's open to converting, then you know. What, Why not? Our, yeah, like our two, sorry, I have been to two weddings or like no of two weddings where the girl got the guy to convert. What? I, I've i never seen that. It's always the other way you around. Know, you want to know who one of them? You know one of them. Pressure people. Or not you know one of them. You know the family Whoa. one. Whoa. And like the other one is a full on like white family. Like I know I knew her since she grew up and everything. She convinced the guy to uh, convert and his name was like Todd or That's something. That's cr- Usually you... Okay, I would say for hardcore Muslim families, usually the girl is the one converting, pressured to convert. Yeah, and in Desi families, they will j- whoever will convert just to say they're Muslim. But if they're not really that Muslim, it's just to say you're Muslim. And yeah, then and then it's, it's done. fine. Yeah. So it's either one boy or girl. But when if you're like an actual hardcore Muslim, I've never seen the the guy convert. That's actually really cool. That's, yeah, that's nice. I like that. Which is like it was weird to me at first, but then I realized. I mean. I guess you know how I said earlier, girls aren't allowed to technically aren't allowed to marry uh, guys that are out of the religion. Mm-hmm. That's a, like a really good like way around it. Yeah, I mean, you date as like a non uh, non Muslim, and then eventually you just convert the guy into a Muslim. Just find out which technically you works. Convert them. Yeah, if they're willing to technically. But the thing is, like, and and that's what I, I talked about with Priyana a long time ago because this was a heavy topic in my mind coming from the mindset of yo, just I'll convert someone, and then I met someone who I didn't need to. I was like, as a person, right. I know I wouldn't change myself because I love my religion way too much. Yeah. And if somebody also really loved their ideology and their way of thought, I would feel like the worst person. Yeah, I was going to ask you, you say, oh, I'll convert them, but you know how hard it is to convert oh, someone? <laughs> I, 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 th- I don't think it's hard to convert people per se. I think it's very Because hard. if you want to believe in something, you can believe in anything. Bro. That's like asking Thomas to convert. I think it's, it's more of a moral problem for me because I would feel, even if I didn't ask you, Right, but if you looking at me wanted to convert, I would think I influenced your decision, of and that yeah. is a neutral statement. Yeah. But for me, I would feel bad. Like I'd, I'd feel like I was, was brainwashed. It, was me. it their choice though? If it, it's their it, choice, it will it's their be their choice. choice. At the end of the day, because I would never say you need to do this, right? Yeah. But culturally, they would know you need to do this, which might also be a exactly. pressure. If, for example, if Thomas, who's like a yeah, I, I think know, about that I all think the he's time. like Catholic or something. I don't know what he is. I think Catholic. He's Protestant. He? Protestant? I don't know. Same or thing. Baptist? Oh, shoot, Thomas. I'm shoot, so sorry. I don't know. We, messed up your, <laughs> we messed up your diabetes thing the other time, bro, and now we're messing up your... I think he's Protestant. I think he's Protestant. I'm pretty sure. I'm not going to say anything because I don't know. Um, Thomas is Christian. Yes. Say he comes up to us one day and goes, guys, I'm thinking about converting. I would feel awful. I would not. I'd be like, okay. Why not? For the sole reason that I'd be like, are you doing this because you want to? If he says yes, or he says, um, I think so, I kind of want to be part of the squad, I'd be like, don't do it. Exactly. Remember? If he says, I want to because I, I thought about it, like, I actually kind of like the way you guys are praying and all that stuff, 
completely different, I'd be like, go for it. I don't. That's all I you think do. because he's a friend, I that would not. I would actually be okay with that. That wouldn't hit me as much. Yeah, but when if I'm marrying but someone, I, but I, I would not. I know that part of it is part of the decision because I asked him before. I was like, are you taking like why are you taking Arabic? And we were talking about. It, and I was like, if you weren't friends with a bunch of people who spoke Arabic or brown people, would you have taken it? He said, no, probably not. You said probably not. No, right. So. It's because of us, implicitly or explicitly, yeah. and I have no problem with that. But that means that, in a way, like we are biasing him. You're, oh, but that's a weird argument for the sole reason of say we're not, we don't know Thomas, right? right? Thomas somehow picks up a book and starts reading about Islam, and then he goes, "I want to convert." Are you blaming the author who wrote that book for their bias? Yes. But it's not a bad thing. That's what the book is for. It's sure. to read and to learn. So sure, it will be because of we're the not book, exactly. But it's not a bad thing. It's not exactly bias, but more of this is how I live my style. Bi- bias, I feel like you're trying to kind of brainwashing on the on the borderline brainwashing. That's what, yeah, what I'm very concerned but, about. But we're technically not brainwashing a person who wants to marry us. If you hang out with whatever. someone long enough and you like each other enough, your your values will meld closer and closer together friends or significant others then that's, to the point where that might be the case where you just, you just straight up then convert. it's technically not like brainwashing it's technically just like i've, what I've we, seen how you guys do things and this it's just i i like it i'm down for but it but think about this from the perspective brainwashing of is i'm forcing think about it from thomas's parents perspective right we derailed his life because he just randomly chose to hang out with a different group of people and now he thinks the way they do acts the way they do talks the way they do yeah right or not take time anybody anybody your girlfriend right or your future wife or my girlfriend right i would have derailed their life because of my influence on her but i guess that is how everyone's life is you're an influence on everyone yeah. around you i was also going to ask if brainwashing is labeled as like forced in a sense it can like, be I'm, both ways it's either yeah. forced implicit i don't know explicit. How, i didn't know how to google it i'm like is like the, the <laughs> can i brainwash someone? <laughs> literally one of the questions as i was writing is brain is brainwashing illegal see um, there's a difference between brainwashing and then just just like being, being yourself there. and yeah. then someone coming to a decision but and they're that, really close they're like almost there no, i say there's a there's a there's a kind of a line and there's like a good line that sh- shows a difference what's, the, because, what's the line no like i'm saying like, the, like there's a difference between the two right just because like you being there, brainwashing is like, I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to think of. <laughs> is it like brainwashing? You're going with the intent of trying to change yes, someone's there's mind? there's an intent behind it. That's why I was trying to figure out like force or whatever. Um, like there's an intent to like, pray five times a day, buddy. Do this. Say Habibi more often. You know? <laughs> Sprinkle Habibi every now yeah, and then. Spring, do do uh, Zamzam and uh, pray, and, you know? Drink Zamzam every morning. <laughs> five times a day. Very good. <laughs> Zamzam washes your face. Very good. You have no acne at the end of the day. Versus... I'm just living my life. This I I'm gonna take five minutes. I'm gonna go do something religious. I'll come back. I I fast a, a whole month. That's that's just me living my life and him picking up things on it. So then, Thomas, I'm expecting you to convert after this whole argument. I'm yeah, sorry. absolutely, <laughs> bro. We'll, we'll see you at the masjid. Uh, I got a really good dude. He uh, he knows how to speak Arabic and English. He'll convert you. You can get a cool ring. It's actually kind of interesting. How, like the, whenever you convert, I don't know if you guys have it at the mosque or not, but like at our mosque, whenever. Someone converts, they'll do the Arabic because you have to do the Arabic version, and then they'll like they'll do the English version, and then be like, "Okay, we're done. Very good, take me." Hugs, go. We don't get a lot of converts because of how small it is. There was one today, and I was like, "Oh." There was one today. I had one today. I haven't and had one week. in like five and years. And the week before that. That's amazing. Yeah. The I think the reason they do that is because not everybody knows Arabic, so you yeah. you have to do your, you your, to do your intention. You have to know what you're saying, yeah. what you're doing. But so but at the, on the same point, that's why whenever they're doing the big like uh, the the converting the, on the mic, they'll be like, "Musa, mus, mu, huh? ma, ma, it's an M word, right?" 
What? The word for the ritual. The converting? Yes. Uh, no, that specific act that you're talking about. Oh, I have no clue. I just know the converting. Anyway. Anyway, they ask, is, is anyone for, they literally, literally ask, is anyone forcing you to do this really? or are you doing it out of your goodwill? Wow. Or out of your own will? In Arabic? In English, obviously. In English. Asking, yeah. Wow. And he'll be no, like, I thought no, it was I'm like part of the surah or something. No, no, no. The, the, right before they do any of it, they're like, are you doing this for like, does, is someone forcing you or are you doing this like out of your own? That's crazy. Self? And they'll be like, oh, no, out of my own thing. Shahada. Je- that's not an M. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's not an M. That's not an M. I was so confused. I'm that's like, what oh. I was thinking. Because that's where you get the ring. That's where you get the cool ring. Oh, we don't have a ring, but sure. Oh, everybody has a ring. You guys are the ones that invented the ring. I've never heard of a ring thing. It's not given by the mosque, bro. They're not going to get... The mosque bro, is not going to pay got, for anything. If we got rings for being Islam, bro, send me one. I want that's one. what I'm saying. No, only converts get it. We don't get it. I've never We're born. A ring. We, we don't get it. Yeah, it's called a Shahada ring. If you look on uh, nominal... You can get one. I might go get one. Well, you know when I was when when we were all the ring conversation came up and I looked for Islamic rings, uh-huh. the only ones that came up besides nominal were Shahada rings because it's the most popular form of ring. What is this? It's just a band with the dua on it or, or the Shahada dua. Yeah, and then inside is uh, in English. Yeah, that's looking fire, bro. I might I get know. one. Well, no, you can't. You can't. Shen for five. You can't tell me you, not. You you can't. You're a Muslim. You already. You're not a convert. They know. Yeah, but Shahada. You say Shahada every single day. Every single time you pray. Yes. Same thing, always in the middle of prayer. Yes, but the the niyat shahada is just shahada. The intention for this one is specifically that you're a convert. Hey, bro. So man. when you wear that ring, bro, can't argue be, with me. It is a fire ring, though. It's a fire ring, bro. I know, it looks really nice. Um, Twenty dollars. Except if you I'm don't down. know if you don't know Arabic, it looks nice. But if you know Arabic, then the dua I mean, is the kinda, English is on inside. You as want well. a cooler dua than that, you know? Um, one of the cools. <clears throat> my necklace. Um, what's it called? But yeah, no, they ask you, and and then after they ask you, like to after you know you do shahad and everything, they'll be like, oh, tell us why you joined. Really? They'll be like, yeah, just like, give us a story, like what brought you brought brought you here, and, like what brought you to Islam, and and they'll be like, you know, I heard one guy who was like, I want to go on a very dark path, then I ran into where's brother brother Wait, Mike publicly. They yeah, do they'll this do it in front pub- of people. Some people don't want to do it publicly, and then if they go to the office, and be like, I want to convert. They'll talk to them. They'll probably convert them there, and then. They'll ask, like, do you want to do this publicly as well? Because they have, like, a, I guess, like, my mosque has, like, a, uh, on YouTube, sometimes every now and then, they'll put up, like, a, con- a con- convert things. Mm-hmm. And so, like, all the, con- the shahadas, like, in the past month or something. You imagine on Twitter, they're like, hey, we got another one. Welcome, Brother Mike, to the con- community. Anybody who wants to join, fill out this tiny URL. <laughs> yeah. And, like, they'll ask, do you want to do this publicly? They'll be like, no, I, just, I don't really care to. Or some people are like, yeah, I don't, I don't mind. Wow. And, like, the, a couple weeks ago, some guy was like, yeah, you know, honestly... He took the mic from the from the shit and started talking. He's like, honestly, I was on a very dark path. I just got out of jail a couple months ago. And then I found Brother Mike down there, and he was talking to me. And he was talking about Islam. And he would go down about, like, how his whole life's changed and everything. And it's not always that serious. But, like, uh, they give a little story behind there. And after you hear the story, you're like, that's honestly free will. Like, he, like, the guy... The guy didn't exactly brainwash him or like force him or anything to do it, he but since, but since like he kind of saw him living his life and he explained to, oh yeah, we pray five times a day. This is why. Here's how. Then he picked it up and went with it. That's crazy, man. I isn't that isn't that weird that you and I are both like pretty up there Muslims, but I've never seen an actual conversion take place. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, I, I. It's 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 weird, but what was interesting is right after that we pray, they'll do it and. Like everyone who's like, usually you finish praying, you get up and leave. But as soon as like the the imam or the sheikh goes, yeah, we're gonna have a convert today. We're gonna have a shahada right, right now. Everyone, literally, minus like twenty people, will sit there and stay and watch the shahada, and they'll just like sit there and do it. 
and like just not do it, but like they'll sit there and like you know be an audience, like do it. And as soon as everyone's done, everyone get up and go hug the guy. He literally, they literally say, uh, you know, congratulations on Shahada, blah blah blah. I will warn you though, our community is very uh, they love hugs, so prepare for a sea of hugs. Aww. And they'll say like, all right, Sonia coming, like they'll end the 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 thing, and then. 90 Arab dudes or 90 packing like everyone just gets up and starts hugging him I literally sat there once after salon I was like I'm gonna see how long it takes for this guy to leave took him like 20 minutes to get up and leave from all the guys going to get hugging crazy bro getting all that clout for converting but the biggest thing that I loved about like the the converting thing was he says the same sheikh says this every single time after you convert he goes you right now are the single best person in this whole room and I'm saying the first time I heard this, I was like, how, bro? I've been I've been praying. That guy's like a sheikh, bro. He's half so and he knows everything. And he goes, for the sole reason that your whole past life has just been washed and your sins have been washed away and you're starting a new life like you were just born today. And I was like, that is hard, He's bro. I, he has nothing on his plate right now. That's so cute. And I'm like, that's hard, bro. That's He's hard. New. He's new, bro. Yeah. He's in his 45 years old, but he has like no sins now. Well, you know, actually. It's a very religious topic. <laughs> there's a weird thing that certain people do where they'll actually leave Islam and reconvert. They're called reverts. Yeah, I know that is. But. I've heard that's hard. Certain people. It, 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 not I've inherently. Heard, but. I've heard a lot of people say that's hard. There are people who do the haram thing, which is. They will just do that so that they get the sin cleanse reset. No, yeah, the reset. It's hard reset, and then they'll be like, "Oh, I'm I'm back." Hey, yo. I heard I heard no matter what is haram, you're mm. not allowed to leave as soon. I don't know too as, much about it. I might I want to ask though. You're not allowed to come back when you leave. That's what I heard. That doesn't really sound very Islam, though. I it mean, you're leaving. Inclusive. You're leaving and saying, "I no longer believe in God and its religion." Mm-hmm. Why would you be allowed back? But also, in every scenario, anytime you make a mistake, Allah will forgive you one hundred percent. Sure, but it's so also that means that you can, you should be able to come back. But when you convert out of Islam, for example, and you go choose like Christianity, mm-hmm. then you believe well, like God, His Son, and the Holy Spirit, whatever the heck they say. Mm-hmm. Then you believe there's multiple gods in a sense, or like the, there's multiple connections to God, and then everyone's like, "Well, mm-hmm. you know, in our religion in Islam, you don't think there's one God." But, then you're starting to go down the shirk and the whole thing. In the but that's, that's the same as a convert, except they except he's start. wiping and he's restart. He's starting a whole new. I think era there's of his a life. little bit of a, a gray area there, and we definitely need to research that because that sounds interesting. Yeah. I want to know. But I, all I heard from my mom and like different <laughs> sheikh and stuff like that saying like, once you leave, technically you're not to come back in. I have no clue. Wait, I don't. I don't even plan on leaving, so I don't have to look into it too much. Yeah, well, me neither. But yeah. I think on the other way around, like, what do you think? How would you feel if you were in a relationship with somebody, right? You're, you're very firm in your beliefs. And mm-hmm. then they're like, hey, we're like madly in love. But I kind of can't she's not Muslim or whatever? I, I can't marry you unless you convert to X thing. Because I, I really, I'm the one who wants you to convert. Right? I'd be like, well, that was a good four years. Uh, I'll see you on your wedding day. <laughs> but that's like a, that's like two magnets that are at the same end of the pole, right? It's, you it's, can't push them together. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a hard little thing. That's why, like, I'm, I don't care enough to get into a relationship right now at this age, just because, say, I fall in love with someone, and the high, the chance that it's a out of that I might end up marrying could be there, but uh, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna play for with a white girl. Hmm. Or an Asian, or a Mexican, or any of the other ones, just so no one gets mad at me. Let <laughs> <laughs> I me mean, list all the ethnicities. Australians are hot, but like I can't. And then, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, Polynesians are pretty cool. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I've always just been really torn about that moral dilemma for like a long time, because it's like 
I don't know. I don't think I, I don't I wouldn't change for anybody. Yeah. Right. I would only and I also would find it hard if someone changed for me. So I'm always just like, I guess I am stuck. I just have to marry someone yeah. who's Muslim. I kind of. <laughs> so I, I got lucky in that I, sense. I, I got have to. Um, mm-hmm. My my mindset hasn't really been like worried about too much of like me converting. It's more of I know sooner or later I'll end up marrying an Arab girl or like Muslim girl. It's just how do I find said Muslim girl? That's it. I've yeah. never once worried about like converting a girl or um, being me converting out because I know I probably won't do that. But like converting someone else over, I that's a hard thing in my book to do. Mm-hmm. Like labeled in my head, I'm like that's a hard thing for me to do. I'm not a I am not religious enough or a good Muslim enough for me to convert a girl. But at the same point, like I'm I, I don't think I will end up there. And so now it's just like. Finding a female that's Muslim and worrying about the future just because my like my religious side and like Arabic side ain't strong at all, not too much, and I don't know about this other chick who's gonna marry me. Hi, how are you? My name's Ibrahim. Marry me. Um, <laughs> and then like then then the whole future thing with kids and thing pops up again in my head. When you get older, are you gonna speak the language at home? I speak the English right now at home. No, not English, Arabic. I speak Arabic at home. No, no, no. To your kids. Oh, to my kids? Probably, yeah. Or like with your wife. Well, they have to learn them, yeah. They have to, le- they have to learn it somehow. So obviously. Because that's how my parents used to do. Like, we were learning English in school in America. We go home and we speak Arabic because that's the, the root of our existence. And that's what we speak at home. So it's kind of like a default. When I go over to people's houses that are also Arabic, they speak Arabic at home because that's how they were growing up. Technically, when I asked my mom this, um, when I was doing like FAFSA or something, or college applications, they were like... What is your first language? I asked my mom, I was like, is Arabic my first language or English? She goes, technically, Arabic's your first language. And I'm like, okay, dope. So since it's your first language, they're, they're going to learn Arabic first and then English along the line. Hmm. Do you think you know enough good Arabic to give them a solid foundation? Hell nah. Yeah. Because I go to Egypt and I speak Arabic and I speak Syrian and Egyptian in one sentence and it sounds really scuffed. I, my dad, I only speak Syrian to him, but every, no, okay. My dad only speaks Egyptian, technically. He understands everything. He can speak Syrian if he needs to. But me at home trying to talk to him in Arabic sounds so scuffed because I'm talking Syrian, Egyptian at the same time. And then sometimes like English because I don't know what the word is in Arabic. And I'm like, well, I need the uh, the, 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 the refrigerator. <laughs> the thing. <laughs> and so he'd be like, you just went Syrian, Egyptian, and English all in the same sentence, buddy. You know the weird thing about Urdu and Hindi? Is that because of the colonialization of Britain into both of our countries, the country, English is part of the language. So yeah. there are certain words that just you just say in English. Yeah. Like, there might be the words that existed in Urdu or Hindi, but the thing is, they're not used commonly. Yeah. So, like, people in the street, they would just say, like, you know... Friend is a word for it, but that's just an example. Like, they just throw an English word there. Yeah. But the funny thing, because of the language, I don't know how if this works in any other languages, but when you say English words, when you are speaking Urdu, mm-hmm. you have to say it with an accent. So I think that's a default for a majority of like like Arabs, just because that's how they speak. But they you, always have an accent on. But if you are like us, where you have English as your as a main language, it's non-accented. You have to intentionally do the accent. So, like for all my other non-Desi folks out there, the the Indian accents that you do, like to make fun and stuff, that's the accent that's, that you that's have what to. We make, do. Yeah. You have to actually do. That's what it's you like, make. Yeah, for yeah. example, I'd be like, let me think. I'd be like, um, 
I mean, uh, uh, so this is what I'm gonna say. I'm saying, hey mom, I want to go out with my friends. Right. So it's like, hey ma, मुझे बाहर जाना friends के साथ. You gotta do it with the accent. I can't say मुझे बाहर जाना friends के साथ because it would sound so friends. broken. <laughs> I've heard your mom speak like that before. Like she'll be speaking to you in like uh, Urdu or whatever, and then she'll say one English word, but like with an accent. Right. And yeah. if you don't say the accent, you are sounding wrong because that is the language. Yeah. So it's like it's like the opposite effect. When you're in English, you're supposed to not have an accent. Like minimization of accent is yeah. perfect because you're supposed to speak the raw English. But over there, you sound more correct if you have the more accented language. So like if I wanted to say like uh I want to go to the library, like I'd be like ma, I want to go to the library. Right. Right? That would be correct. So then I would say ma, mujhe library pe jana hai. Yeah. Right? That's correct. But I wouldn't say ma, mujhe library pe jana hai. Yeah. That just makes you sound whitewashed. Yeah, it's and it's it makes weird. you sound incorrect. So it's really weird because my dad is like, "Your accent's wrong," and I'm like, "I don't know how to fix this." I don't this, know how to speak English anymore. I, I don't know how to speak English, English anymore. I, 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 third grade. I, I practice reading. I got a hundred on my comprehension. I don't, I don't know how to do this. Yeah, no. Whenever I speak to my parents, like I don't know like the word, or like in the middle of a sentence, I'll be like, Arabic, 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 English, full on like normal, the no accent like you're talking about, and I'll just continue talking. And it's not weird to like any of us for some reason, but whenever I'm speaking English and I throw an Arabic word in there, then my accent comes out like, mama, I want to go to the library versus mama, can I go to the library? Like there's a, there's that weird accent on the Arabic. It's weird. I don't know. Yeah. It's the same thing, but backwards for me. You know how like, you know how like we have like a couple Arabic and Urdu words that as a group we say, mm-hmm. like y'all know what Rista is, y'all know what Pani is, you guys know what Naan is, yeah. right? So whenever I say Pani, right, that is with a slightly Urdu-shifted accent, right? Yeah, slightly, yeah. But when I say it in an English sentence, it doesn't sound any different. It it's like, I'm going to go with some Pani. Yeah. Right? But if I said it the other way, if I was like, Mujhe water lena. Yeah. Ooh, you hear it. You can, You'd be like, you what? Can, you can hear where I'm stopping. Like, you know, water? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. So it's very strange because, yeah, yeah, it's like what you're saying. It's like one way, but not the other. You can't yeah. really go down the other way. It's kind of confusing. It's weird. It's weird sounding. Also... Because I have certain friends in my classes now that do speak Urdu and I talk to them in class in Urdu. Not the annoying ethnic way where you make people feel bad without talking like talking behind their back. Mm-hmm. Just the normal way. Right. I'll like turn to my teacher and I'll accidentally say something halfway like Urdu English. Right. But it's, it's because I was talking to somebody who was Urdu, right? So I'll be like, my, I'll be like to my friend, I'll be like, blah, 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 blah. And then my professor will be like, Asad, what's the answer to this equation? And they'd be like, uh, you put the, uh, I mean, you put the, uh, the, the X on that side. And, yeah. and, and I'm like, oh man, oh, that must have translated so weird. No, when, what I do, and I realize I do, you and Urdu have like words that are not exactly words, but they're more of like sounds, but you just like, there's they're, they're meant for words. Lot, but yeah. they're words. Um, there's a, there's a <laughs> exactly that one. Um, there's an Arabic word, I get, I don't know if it's a word or not, but it's. And in English, you spell it L-I-K, right? It's lick, whatever, lick, lick whatever. So in Arabic, you'd be like, uh, lick lish, which means like, like why? Mm. It literally just means why. But whatever you're mad like, lick lish, you know, lick lish is, lick lish is this happening, right? Mm. Lick is not a word. I don't think it's a word. If it is, I'm stupid. I've never once learned that was a word, but I don't think it's a word. And so in English, if I'm mad or I'm speaking to you or like, I think I did this with like Thomas once, but I never catch it until after I say it. I'll be like arguing with him, be like, bro, no, like if you do this, oh, and I'm like, wait, hold on, <laughs> what? <laughs> and then I'll say little like, sometimes I'll say full on words, but it's just those weird little things that I've never once I catch myself saying, but 
I'll do it in English not knowing I do it. Mm-hmm. It's like, Lake Thomas, bro, Shoof. Uh, uh. means C, and I'm like, why did I just say it in Arabic? Yeah. You're like, have look, you, dude, do this. But have, instead, I'll just say Shoof, look. Have you ever told a normal person, like, Yalla? I would say, Yalla, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, huh? I'm like, sorry, my bad, let's go. Yalla, yummy? What? Or or I do the, the double thing. So, like, for, like earlier I said, uh, Shoof, right? Shoof means look, or like C, right? So, it'd be like, Shoof this is happening. Like, look, this is happening, right? I literally will say both Arabic and English, like, shoof, look, this is happening. Oh, that's... A, I, so, look, look, is happening. A lot of parents say that. Like, ethnically, they'll say the word and then they'll say it in English again. Like, and it's, right next but it's to not it. that I'm trying to translate it. It's more of like, it's just coming out. Interesting. And it's like, I was talking, to, I think I was arguing with Thomas again. I'm like, shoof, look, this is happening like this because my computer sucks. I didn't mean to translate look. I was just like, it, ha- it happened to come out. I don't know. Hmm. It's weird. Have you ever combined? I mean, I guess it works differently. For me, when I speak French, sometimes Urdu will mix in there. So I get Furdu, right? Furdu. Or I get Franglish. Yeah. Or I'll get, I'll get Ingurdu, right? Yeah. So like, I'll like weirdly combine the languages in like very strange ways. So like, I was watching a movie one time. Yeah. And I think it was like uh, the, the trailer part. And I leaned over to my brother and I said something mixing French and Urdu. He knew what I was talking about because he speaks both French and Urdu. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, I don't know what I just said. (laughs) I was so confused. And I was like, Donish, what did I say? And you were like, oh, you wanted to go to the the bathroom or something. You want me to wait and like tell you what happens after the movie. And I was like, you got all that? (laughs) What? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Language is really weird. Yeah. Like it's so like literally off the tongue. So like yeah. you sometimes it's like these little innate innate things you don't really know about, and they kind of like creep into your way of life. Yeah, and I feel like now that um, I guess being older, I've had to make a slightly harder effort to like learn Urdu and stuff. I feel like it's coming out a lot more now. Like I feel like I just look at you and shoot random Urdu words at you, and you do your best to understand it. But like, uh-huh, and I'm like, uh-huh. and I'm like, why did I do that? Why, why am I doing this? <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, but I kind of want to speak. That's where that urge to want to speak to someone else comes from. Because yeah. I, I, like, with French, I really want to talk about, like, things with other people. There ain't nobody, bro. Bro, that's why when Thomas told me he's going to learn Arabic, I'm like, hell yeah, bro. We'll be in the middle of, like, a restaurant cussing out the waiter in Arabic. Exactly. And if you know, like, I know he's not going to learn, know half of it. Like, Amar knows Arabic, right? But he knows the formal version of Arabic. I don't speak the formal, like the normal thing. You don't learn, you don't speak formal Arabic. Formal Arabic is like the way the Quran was written. Yeah, it's more of like a good comparison I figured out was normal English, which is like just slang English versus like Shakespearean English. Shakespeare, that's what I meant. Mm. Beethoven, what the hell? Um, like yeah. Shakespeare. Yeah. So it's not a slang Arabic versus Shakespearean Arabic. What you egg? Yeah. How dare thou? You know. Yeah. I don't speak that. So when Omar speaks to me, sometimes he'll like say the word informal and I'm like, convert that to English, but he's going to need the response. So convert that to Arabic, converting to formal. Now come back out. Process this through it four takes different a bit, converters. Or sometimes like if he's asked me, uh, like, what is this word in Arabic? I'll say the slang version and then I'll forget. He doesn't speak slang. So I'll say like the actual, the, the, the formal version. Mm. If I know it, obviously like the formal, formal is weird. We have a whole other thing. Um, Formal words, there's a, there's dialects and there's formal dialects. So, Palestinian can have a, a dialect by itself or Syrian, and then Syrian has its own formal and pa- Palestinian has its own formal. Yeah, I think it's because the scholarly sides of the cultures have yeah. a very specific way of talking, the more rooted, very yeah. old way of talking. So, it's like, 
they need a separate distinction it also needs to be different this is a weird whole side tangent type idea but do you ever like you're listening to a religious scholar speak or whatever and they'll say sometimes say based on translations from whatever religious book or whatever they say 10 years 100 years or 50 years you sit there and you're like translating means you say egg in arabic and then you translate it to egg right Mm -hmm. sure there might be different dialects it'll change based off of what you understand based on dialect whatever you know yogurt milk egyptian syrian but numbers usually don't change dialects. Yeah, numbers aren't that complicated. So whenever they say, yeah, you're supposed to fast for three days, but some scholars say you're supposed to fast for five, or some scholars say you have for 13, up to interpretation based off of the scholar, how do you mess up, like, the number, bro, by 100,000 years? And I think it has to do with that formal Arabic, because... But yeah, it's a number, though. Like, there's no different dialects for numbers. But I think the source text, it's not a number as far as it is, like, a range. Like... If if I tell you, like, you will walk until your feet can't carry you, right? Like, how many steps is that? No, no, they'll literally say fast for three days. That's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. it'll be like for... uh. Well, maybe then they're like, is it lunar days? Is it solar days? Is it... Uh, that's... Uh, I don't know. I mean, the, the exchange there is only a day up or down roughly. So I don't know how it goes from 10 to 15 to 100. Like, that's kind of... Maybe not 100, but I'm saying like, I've seen... No, I, I, get, I get what you mean. Uh, yeah, though. I've seen like some... Not seen. I've heard someone say like, yeah, it's... uh. Scholars have argued if it's 10 years or, like, 50 years. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, how do they... Why are they arguing? Isn't it just translation of just, like, a number or, like, a certain word? I understand if it's, you know, different language, like Urdu Arabic, or if it's, like, Palestinian dialect versus, like, Syrian dialect. But some things, like, why are, you, why are we arguing here? Shouldn't it be the same thing? I think, not for numbers, but in general, I see that a lot, especially in Netflix movies. When I watch these they see Netflix movies... The captions are good. Yeah. They give you an idea about what they're saying. Yeah. But me as somebody who can understand the street language, right? Yeah. When I hear them speak and I know actually what they're saying, I laugh. And then like Priyana, who doesn't know Urdu, is sitting next to me. She's like, what'd they say? And I'm like, they didn't say that. Ah, well, I mean, it's not as dry as the captions. Say. So like even, even people who are hired or AIs who are made to translate sound, yeah. they will still have their own interpretations, right? Yeah. And like sometimes mine is way funnier than what they're saying. Yeah. Um, so I cast that a lot in movies. And in the numbers, I, I think in general, what I wanted to mention, same kind of thing, is the depth of the Arabic language, because it's one of the oldest languages, is so vast. That's, that's where you get all those weird halfway religious... Uh, uh, Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. things where they're like oh it could have been the moon or uh it could have been a metaphor um for life yeah like during the ramadan thing they're, they're like um until you can't see the moon oh no yeah you're not you you don't break your fast until you can no longer see the moon from when you go outside with a black and a white thread and you cannot tell, the, tell difference. the difference right right and people are like well i can see the moon if there's uh or like and then they'll have arguments in this light now electricity they, they said that back then without electricity mm-hmm. or the same thing for aid for example at the end of the month the celebration they're like, uh, you you have to see the moon. Mm-hmm. Well, we got microscopes. Or not microscopes, telescopes. Yeah, so you can see the moon whenever. Uh, with a bare eye. I think they say with a bare eye. Yeah. But yeah. like now what? It's weird. It's, it's really it's weird. because especially the, the scholars in Saudi, they actually do have, they have telescopes. So like yeah. they're not looking with the bare eye. They know they can... Yeah, so that's why there's always arguments. And they have weather predictions and moon pattern predictions that yeah. they have with, with calendars. You can ask me and like some other, like uh, our Muslim friends, like uh, Arab Egyptian friends. We... we start ramadan based off of like a certain either scholar or a certain like region i don't i forgot they're called in arabic um 
But like one guy will say we're starting tomorrow, one guy will say we're starting today. Yeah. Right? Way. And it's all because of what they believe. We see it with our bare eye. Oh, no, we saw it with the telescope. And so we see. Like it's always those little weird arguments because no one fully understands. Mm-hmm. But some arguments, I'm like, bro, Arabic is Arabic, bro. Why are we arguing, dude? Well, see, the thing is, it's really funny because the lunar calendar, mathematically, you don't need to look at anything. Like the weather will change because of the wind or pollution or whatever, right? But the distance between the Earth and the Moon only changes the fingernail distance. Yeah, and it's so minute the the orbit. It's there's not a lot of variation. So like scholars from back in the day, like you know, freaking you know, invention of algebra. Yeah, they calculated the lunar cycle till now, probably or even beyond. When some guy was just having his free time, they mm-hmm. know when the Moon will be. So that's why when when all the religious stuff was mixing, they were like, we know when the moon is. So why are we looking at the moon? And some guy was like, just trust me, just look at the moon. Look at the moon, you gotta. So then that's where you get those things where like the Shias will be like, oh, the moon is like this. And those Sunnis will be like, the moon is like that. And then we're both looking at the lunar calendar like, this is what the moon is though. Like, what are you, why yeah. are we not doing it? That's why, you know, whenever we're like, we talk about Ramadan, it's coming up in two weeks right now. You're like, oh, I think it's going to be like, I don't know, April 2nd. I'm like, oh, well, I heard it might be like April like 4th. And like, we kind of like, I'm... You, know, you know why? Because the, the, the Sunni scholars in Saudi are seeing a slightly different moon than the Irani scholars for yeah. the Shias. So as a result, we see slightly different moons. Yeah. And that's how, why we have different days for stuff. The, the night before our Eid, my dad, usually like he'll sit and he'll like, he'll listen to the one in Saudi. Sure. Okay. He says I tomorrow, but he'll also say Richardson's saying it's. Not tomorrow, oh and then he'll God. also say, I, uh, uh, Syria saying it is tomorrow, Egypt saying it's in two it weeks. Happens all that time, like, oh, Frisco is actually saying and, this, and they'll, and they'll wait until like everyone's on the same page. And my dad will decide if we're like, what, like, if the, the mosque we're actually going with like, Dallas is saying this, freaking San Antonio was saying, Austin is saying this. I'm like, dude, just, just pick a moon, just pick, pick a, a moon. moon. There's only one moon, just pick a moon. Look at the moon, can you see it? Yes, good, yeah, let's go, yeah, but like, I remember talking with somebody, I mean, I don't know if it was you or somebody else, but I was asking, and I was like. We were talking about the depth of Arabic and all this stuff. And he was like, yeah, your name, Asad, oh, yeah, I mean, there's like 50 different ways to say lion. There's like sitting lion, standing lion, angry lion, yeah. courageous lion. And I'm like, huh? My mom, I think my dad asked me when he first like met you or whatever, or he first heard your name. Which Asad I am? Yeah. He was like, which Asad is he? Mm-hmm. And he was like, is he Asad, which is mean like the happiest, or is he Asad, which is the lion? I and I'm like, think... I think he said Asad. I'll show you the poster in my room, actually. You'll get all the information from that. But mine's the Persian version. <laughs> and huh? <laughs> it means because uh my urdu persian I yeah, don't know. yeah, yeah. Asa, asa in arabic is two s's that's lame so <laughs> it is honestly um the mine is the courageous lion like the the the, the... i mean asad also means like courageous and stuff type of idea but the lion specifically and lion and i used to be very proud of that the courageous lion i was courageous about the courageous like safina is just the boat yeah. What is Ammar? Ammar means like wise, right? Ammar means uh, the, the builder. Builder? Ammar means like uh, Ammar, like builder. Oh, ha- yo, Hammer. Hammer? <laughs> His name is Hammer? No way. It means like the builder. Oh, way. And then Ibrahim is wise then, I guess? Prophet. Prophet. Prophet, prophet Ibrahim. Really? That's where it comes from. So does Muhammad also mean prophet? Does Isa yeah, prophet. also mean prophet? Prophet. No, no, no. The, mean, the names have different meanings. Like Muhammad means like the one you trust. Uh, all I know is like he. I know Ibrahim is like a prophet, and when you like Google it more, it's like um, smart and like slash intelligent and something else like best looking. And I'm like, hell yeah! yeah. I think I remember reading somewhere it means it it this one of the very varying definitions is bricklayer. Who Ibrahim? Uh, and I think it makes yeah, sense he, because he, he built the Kaaba. Yeah, so yeah. that's why they they call Ibrahim the person who uh, creates the foundation for something. Of Ibrahim, let me look up so I said it real quick in Arabic. 
Uh, see, when I look it up, it says in Arabic and Urdu and Islam. Hello. Uh, choose oh, your pick. Make, make no, choose no. your pick. Uh, father of many. <laughs> oh. Damn, bro. He's also called the Eternal Father. Uh, <coughs> I just cough. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get name. Urdu, Urdu, Hindi, Arabic, Islam, English. Yeah, see, it's a... Uh, oh, and Hebrew means father of many. But they also spell that differently. Interesting. Is it Abraham? Uh, Abraham, Abraham is the name of the most important prophets in the Quran. Abraham is an Arabic form of Abraham, which is the, the Hebrew... Av- Avaham? 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 I don't know. Meaning the father of many, which I don't Avaham? know too much about that one. I've never actually read that one before. Um, oh, it's Avraham. I guess. Abraham, Ibrahim. Right, right. That's where we get Abraham, Abraham from. Avraham. I guess it is father of many. Don't don't look Jewish at babycenter.uk, bro. Look, bro at, look at something perfect. else more brown. Wikipedia, father of many. Oh my gosh. Yeah. A southern Arabic, sometimes written ASS80. Dude. I don't know if I mentioned this. People used to call me Ass Ad, bro. Ass Ad. That was my nickname. Like Acid, Ass Ad. Like so many, just at Sad, Asad. Dude, this one is hilarious by UrduPoint.com. Abraham is a Muslim boy name which originates from the Arabic language. Uh, Your lucky number according, is seven. According to num- numerology predictions, lucky number for Ibrahim is seven. Ibrahim name meaning in English are Prophet Abraham. Ah, grammar. First of all, that grammar is horrible. That's your fault because you're Urdu points.com. Hey. Um, second of all, are broken, bro. I never knew that there was a number associated to my name. My lucky number is 24. Bro, bro, I need to name my kid Asadullah, bro. That would be sick. Oh, God. Because Asadullah apparently is one of the names of God. I think I don't think you're allowed to name... Line of God. I don't think you're allowed to name anyone. Uh, if your name the is name Muhammad, of God. then you're kind of screwed mm, then. The name of God. It's, it's not the name of God. It's one of no, the... No, any 72. sort of... Yeah, yeah, I don't think you're not the name any of your... Abdul Rahman is like the, the, the worshiper of God. But, but there is Rahman. Rahman is like just Asher's like... Like last name is Rahman. Yeah, and that just means like... Uh, Rahman is like the... The, 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 the thing. Actually, uh, there's certain words... I'll look into it later. But I know there's certain... I want to like, know what you're saying. There's you're certain right. names you're, right. you're not to use because like they're connected to like God in a certain way. I think they're God's names or something. Yes. All those names. Something yes. like along the lines of that. Well, okay, so there's like the 72 names of God. Yeah. And those are like titles, yeah, as well as names. And then there's other names of God. Like basically every prophet after Islam was like more solid. Like I would say maybe Abraham on was some sort of um, name relating to a title for Allah. Yeah, there's something along the lines of that. And dude, Asadullah is just dope though. That sounds dope. That sounds so dope. But then I feel like that's also the name of a very Arabic F-boy. Yo, bro, All of the F boys I know law. are like Muhammadullah, Rahimullah, yeah. and I'm like, alright, bro, you, you can you can relax now. <laughs> like you don't need to be that up in my face. Bro, you know what happened the other day? When I was at the mm. masjid or the mosque, I my mosque is very small, right? Yeah. We we splintered off from another mosque, so we have less people, and we still found a group of brown F boys. <laughs> And my the the poor uncle was literally brooming them out of the masjid because they were taking up space in the front entrance and people were trying to leave. And he was like, get out, get out, please. You're taking room. And I was like, I felt so bad for this guy. I hate him. He's kind of annoying. But <laughs> I hate them more. That's fair. Um, That's fair. And, and it, it was like the weirdest thing. Where did they come from? Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of funny. We're both just sitting here Googling things. Uh... Have you ever thought about what you're going to name your kids? I had a couple of names, but I have no clue. I'm... I used to keep a list because I, I just, I would run into really beautiful names, specifically for girls. I, I would always hear so many beautiful daughter names. And I was like, oh man, if my daughter's name was Iman, the only thing is Iman is like the second most popular Arab girl name. 
Sara is one. Iman. And then what's the what's the other one? Sara's one. Sara is like the most popular. Oh, one hundred percent. Or Fatima. Fatima and Sara are like Fatima John. The most popular Muslim names ever. Like Hassan. The reason Hassan doesn't have two S's in his name is because we wanted his name to be different. Yeah. Everybody else is. How do you spell? How do you spell H A S A N. Yeah, my my nephew. Um, his name is H A S A N, and his name is like Hassan. I love your nephew. Yeah, he's different. His his name is Hassan, and I used to always argue with my sister when she was naming him. Like, why don't you name him? Uh, why isn't there two S's? She goes, because then it's Hassan, which is a whole different name. Yes. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I mean, honestly, you can just say like two S's and then like you know Hassan, but oh, well, okay, sure. Um, this question here says, can you have the name Allah? And it says, however, the Council on American Islamic Relations said using Allah as a surname was culturally insensitive. Wow. Yeah, it says you would never use just Allah. That would be considered very inappropriate. Well, we know it's using just Allah. But see, I'll it's, look not, into it's not Allah. It's yeah, like yeah, it's Abdullah. Like, yeah. Abdullah is allowed, but there's certain like... There's certain names. I'm going to go home and ask my mom about this. But like, I, there's certain names you're not allowed to name just because there's connections to God or something. And you're yeah. not trying to call your kid God. Dude, but Asadullah means God's lion. The lion of that's, God. That's hard. hard, dude. That's awesome. That's a, what's the... Uh, Shoot, I remember. Who's the gatekeeper of hell? The um. I used to know the name. Not Nebula. The angel? We're talking about the angel, right? The 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 guy in like all the Egyptian movies, and like he's a big black dog Nebula. who comes up and, and take his life. Oh, in Egyptian movies. In Egyptian. Um, uh, Ra. No, I thought that was the sun. That was the sun god. Google it. Uh, what are they called? Egyp- uh, Egyptian. Egyptian god of the underworld. Egyptian gods. I'm just gonna do that because I think I'm. I know uh, Horus and Anubis. Uh, Anubis and Horus are both for death stuff. Horus. Shoot, I don't remember what it is. It's the underworld. Underworld. Yeah. Um. Of the underworld, that's the first thing that pops up. Osiris. Oh, that's so sick. I don't even. That's know. so sick. Well, that was not what I was thinking of. Well, I mean, yeah, the guy with the head. They all have animals. Anubis. That's what I was thinking of. Anubis as well. God Anubis. of the underworld. Anubis in Arabic. I used to wanted to name my son that. Anubis would be kind of dope. It's in Arabic. But my mom told me she was like, why the hell would you name your son that? <laughs> That's like naming your son freaking like God's Fire. Or what's that weird name? It's not Gabriel. It's like an off of Gabriel. Like, I don't know. Gabriel. I've heard like a really, really Christian name. Basically, like it's like God's Warrior or something. Anubis. Anubis. That doesn't really do anything. Um, I guess like Anubis, God of the Underworld, just be Shaitan. <laughs> you never get Shaitan. I was gonna say Shaitan first, but then I was like, uh, Do you really want to do that one? Can you name your kid Jibrail? Yeah, Jibrail. Yeah, I know a bunch of them. You know Jibrails? I mean, like Jib- Jibril is one of them. Jibril. Jibril. I've never met I've, a Jibril. I've known Jibril. Do you know any Assads? I know like way too many. Really? Yeah. I've only ever my met my first friend in Sunday school's name was Assad. It was meant to be. Yeah, except he's supposed to have two S's. I think. a loser. Or one S. I actually don't remember. Never mind. I, I've only met like three or four in my entire life. And they've all been Shia. Not because I'm in an area where they're Shia. It's just, they were just always Shia. Damn, bro. Anubis could not have missed our arrival. La yimkun alla yala. Anubis could. 
but it got quiet. Kadoom. But it got quiet. But it got there's the no tashkil, bro. There's no tash- There's no. <laughs> the hard there's no symbols, bro. I understand all of it, but there's no symbols, so I can say <laughs> a word without the symbol and say completely opposite word. I've gotten yelled at by my mom while reading Quran for accidentally missing up a symbol and saying that's actually haram for you to say. Really? There's a why would you make things. a word if if you make a mistake, it's haram, bro. That's like such God bad design. That's uh, God. God didn't know. invent Arabic. And that's how we end our... <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on. Okay. When, when God sent down the Quran... Well, he wrote it in was Arabic. Arabic. We, yeah, he wrote it in Arabic. But that was because that was the language of the time. No, that's what did he, what Arabic. Did he, what, did, what was uh, the Torah written in? I don't know. I don't Not Arabic. Questions. I don't know. But It's written in Hebrew. Whenever we... The old, first... Old, the, uh, the first... Old Jewish language. The first copy of The Bible Quran. was written in also... The first copy of the Quran was in Arabic. And the word that he's saying... The thing... No, it's not like... He puts the word as a normal word, right? Mm-hmm. It's like saying apple, right? Mm-hmm. But you mistakenly say apple, <laughs> and you're like, I'm an idiot. I, I have uh, dyslexia, and now instead of saying God's apple, you're saying God's apple, which is just like weird. It's like haram. It's like you're messing up a whole like thing for it. Uh, for all of our listeners that don't know, in Arabic, there's like a version of the language, the one that most Qurans are written in, where there's certain like grammar punctuative marks over the letters that help you uh, know which sounds to make. So for example, one of the letters in the Arabic language is an alif, right? And if there's a line on the top, it means that you go ah. If there's a line on the bottom, that means you go e. And if there's a line, not a line, there's like, like a, a dot with a little like comma yeah. thing on the top, that means you go ooh. So when you learn the Quran, those lines are there. Yeah. But then when you actually learn the real language, the one in the newspapers, the one that people There's speak, no thing. it's There's not there. That's what, Urdu too. It's that, not there. That's what we were referencing earlier when we said like I can't read banners in Egypt. Like I literally have no clue how to read like a banner in Egypt. Also, unfortunately, because Urdu and Arabic are very calligraphic languages, they use the shapes hard. Yeah. Like they'll put languages or words inside each other on top of each inside other. Inside of a circle behind and like each other. They'll, they'll put like a whole sentence and like a circle, and so it looks like really weird. Yeah, it, my necklace right now is like calligraphy. It, calligraphy it literally like. looks like if you took a word soup, added all of the letters from all the other boxes in the entire grocery store, and then, and then threw in, an Arabic in there. Yeah, and then made them all Arabic. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I don't know where to start. The only thing is that there's a big letter ka in the beginning, so I know okay, at least that's what it's supposed to say. It's uh, I can't cool, read it. Right? It's dark. Well, I can't read it. Do you have the kafirun? Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's all the cools at once, so you can start and go in any direction. You'll get one cool, the other cool. Is but this supposed to be like all, when you bought it? What did it say? It was the cools. Four cools written. Four cools. Oh, kul yahl kafirun, kul kul adab bin nas, kul all the last and, three essentially. And, yeah, yeah, nas and all this. So yeah. like, it's it's four freaking prayers in one. Yeah. And I don't know where to start. It looks cool though. I mean, I kind of maybe if there's more light on them. I know. How would you know it. where to start though? Like it's like, it's always right to left. So you just choose one and figure out where you're going. Well, yeah, but you can go clockwise, counterclockwise, upside down. Those are tedious. Like the ones I sewed us last time are just like little like Ainmabarak ones you can figure out. But there's random dots sometimes. I'm like that that dot is not useful. Why is it there? Yeah. Just to make it look pretty. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that <sighs> yeah, was a long I think <laughs> I think we talked y'all's ears off long enough, so I think we'll. But now you can convert, so congrats! Yes, now you have. This is like a Muslim starter pack. We got episode. a lot coming, bro. Y'all, y'all be. Y'all oh yeah, wait. actually, so when we made the podcast, like we wanted to do um, special episodes during Ramadan, especially since we'll be starving and very, very irritated. So we'll have very interesting conversation. Yeah, we'll see uh, how it goes. Actually, more interesting than doors and wheels, probably. 
So we want to do Bro, that some... conversation we had at BJ's with all the boys. We brought the it up again wheels. with our friends, and it did not go did well. Did you notice how, like, majority of it, like, I didn't, you were arguing, but I didn't want to say too much. Because we because, already like, had the argument. I already had the like, argument with you. I don't want to have the argument with anyone else. I know. I also just want to see what, like, they're going to pull out of their butt. Plus, some of them are, like, are actual engineers. Like, I saw, uh, no, Amar actually knows how to, like, make a robot, he, and so he knows what a wheel he is. He was very in disbelief of the gear ratio, like, the, the, the gear, gear comparison. Because yeah. he's like, a gear is a wheel with teeth, but also, not really, but also, and we were like... Bro, you got to pick, man. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, the whole argument, I was kind of just sitting there, like, laughing every now and then I would say something. But I'm like, this is funny, bro. Yeah. They need to listen to the episode and get pissed off even more. <laughs> Maybe this is why they invented the controversy. So just you could see people tear each other apart. Maybe. Just for fun. Why debates? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it works. I want to know what Anubis is in Arabic now. Damn. Okay. Anyway. Yes. So you have the Muslim starter pack. Uh, You know, just the basic amount of information. And how to get, you know, ripped off at vendors. Yes. So make sure you don't have an accent. Make sure you speak the right language. Make sure you change your color, uh, your skin color. you can probably get whatever you're trying to buy for like 40%, 50% off. Yeah. Actually, 90, really. Like, it I mean, it yeah. depends on how like, hard you Like, for you, know. baby, it's $5, but I'll give it to you for 6 Because you did, did a tashid, bro, I'm going to have to give you an Because extra. you're wearing the Crocs? Very good. <laughs> because Yalla. you're wearing the Crocs. Because I like your skirt? $2 off. Because you have a nice beard this morning? Yeah, shirt, beard, and Crocs. Take it for free, Habib. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you guys for showing. We'll catch you guys in the next one, all right? All right, bye-bye. Bye. Adios, puppies. For the whole office. I had